Summer, summer, summer time. Time to sit back and unwind. Ladies, gentlemen, and variations thereupon, this is Modern Escapism. day to you all the sun is out the coals are on the grill and the tinnies are ice cold my name is oodles and joining me today at a barbecue you're likely to see him going back for a second plate of ribs it's biggie <laughs> damn right he absolutely wears a chef's apron that says i am the best cook it's stig i am the best cook she's not too bothered about the food because she's on a third bottle of wine it's candy Hey! Yes, hello. <laughs> Shorts on, straw hat and a smoking pipe at a barbecue. He's bringing sophistication. It's gadget. Uh, that implies I go out and see people. No. <laughs> <laughs> and we have a very special guest joining us at the barbecue this week. He's been called the greatest podcaster in Ireland multiple times, and he's definitely stood at a barbecue explaining how shit Foster's Lager is. It's the crown prince of Pilsner. Prince DJ Walsh. <laughs> that, that was a lovely intro, but I preferred Gadget's one. That kind of suited me better. <laughs> you want a straw hat and a pipe? <laughs> Welcome, DJ. Thank you for joining us at this barbecue. Have you got sun cream on? Because it's red hot. I, I actually do. <laughs> so do I. So do I, because I've been out. <laughs> 100 percent the best Irish... Uh, Podcast as well. No other Irish podcast comes close. No, no, can't Not think one. of any other Irish podcast. What else the fuck would you want? Yeah, <laughs> what is the point, point and nonsense? What else the fuck would you want? <laughs> exactly. Before we actually tell people who DJ is, if you're not clued up, strange people. Before we get into the show, please consider becoming one of our sexy and incredibly cool patrons to help us divide and conquer the podcasting world. Details are in our show notes, but mainly check out our website, modernescapism.co.uk, for more exquisite content and links to everything we do. Before the news, DJ, who the hell are you? Oh, God. Oh, How long did that take? <laughs> Less than three minutes for an Irish voice oh, to come that's... out. It wasn't, and it wasn't an Irish. Like that's not an Irish voice. No, no nobody in Ireland speaks like that. No. Uh, who am I? That's Mrs. Brown, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, that that was. Uh, we won't go there. We won't go there. Anyway, who am I? I'm um, possibly. I'm. Look, I'm going to let it fly. It's the first three minutes. Look, what can we? What can we do? It's oodles. I just have to take drink it. Yeah. Who am I? I'm. Um, uh, as you say, an Irish podcaster. I'm co-host of a podcast called Snowcast, which. Um, yeah, it does exactly what it says on the tin or the glass or the bottle, whatever you're having yourself. Uh, myself and my friend Owen, we either go to pubs or drink cans on Zoom and we just record typical nonsensical pub chat. Um, so we used to always record in a pub and then the pandemic hit. So then we got to expand our horizons and we've had Stig on in the you past. You broke into pubs. Modern escapism. <laughs> we, well, I mean, I can't, like that over here, people are actually accountable to the law. Um, so, so we couldn't do that, but uh, we brought the pubs to us. Actually, we, we, we got a lot of beer sent to us during the pandemic, which was lovely. Um, 
And yeah, we just record, we record a podcast where we talk nonsense. Um, it's, we aim to be weekly, but it's probably every second week. Um, and that's what I do. I, my day job is boring and sciencey, so I'm not going to bore you with the details of that. But uh, you can find we don't like science on this podcast. No, we're at Snowcast and all the usual places. You can find us there, and we're on all the uh, podcast stuff. Um, so if you want to hear a couple of Irish lads getting uh, drunk and giving scalding hot takes that make no sense whatsoever, join me. <laughs> How the hell did you get Stig on there? Um, well, me, like myself and Stig uh, know each other through a football WhatsApp group kind of thingy. So mm-hmm. um, well, that's how I got to, into my Stig's in every WhatsApp group. <laughs> he is, yeah. All of them. And, and sniffed around. All of them, all the time. I, I can't wrong. keep up with uh, yeah. Uh, so Stig, Stig um, introduced us to modern escapism, and I became hooked. Because um, he's so fucking then, good at social media. That's why that boy's doing his job. Uh, so once once I started listening, then I was like, "Fuck it, Stig, come on, Snowcast, and talk about uh, modern escapism." So that's why we got him on. Like I didn't know any of you guys, so obviously, I could, like, I didn't want to. We're fine, DJ. Don't explain yourself. That's fine. We, Can we I just say the to the show. listener as well? Snowcast is one of my favorite. This is going to sound like a backhanded compliment, but it's my going to bed podcast. I like to listen to it when I'm just about to go go to bed, and I don't know. It just, I just fucking really enjoy it. It's not you heavy. Over here, That's right? what I like about it. Yeah. It's not a heavy podcast. I'm delighted that I join you in bed once a week. Oodles. That's <laughs> you do, mate. You do. You do. Well, once yeah. fortnight lately. Once fortnight lately, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, please, dear listener, listen. To snubcast, you will not be disappointed. But we've gone on too long. We need some breaking news from our man in the sky, Biggie. You may already know, but he doesn't, because it's time for Biggie's breaking news. Yes, belated news, as it's announced seven days a week. So first off, we've got Lena Heady is reportedly being sued by for her former agency for 1.5 million for overpaid so over unpaid commission fees relating to several projects including her apparently cut scenes from Thor Love and Thunder did she appear in that at all no, no. she's been cut entirely from it hence the issue <laughs> no i mean like read the article you have some scenes but i didn't know she's cut out completely from it no yeah all of us see it I think it's more if she gets paid for the scenes, whether they're cut or not, isn't it? Yeah, she it? does, yeah. Like, if she's yeah. still paid, then she should still give the commission. Yeah. Yeah. Poor thing. Sounds like she's in the wrong, then. <laughs> she's not paid. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, you don't see much of her anyway, as far as I'm aware. I've only seen her in Dread that. She got killed in Westeros. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, moving on. Yeah. <laughs> Next! <laughs> Uh, next up, we've got Skyrim Together Reborn, which is coming out. Which, if anyone cares, allows up to eight players to play Skyrim together. There's a multiplayer released as of two days ago. Right then, guys, oh. let's get on it. Nope. <laughs> Never. Never. Nope. Just, just DLC or a. No, or it's a mod. Uh, or a mod, sorry. Yeah. It's a mod to allow them to multiply. Yeah, apparently it's as stable oh, as Fallout 76, so. Not. Fuck that. Straight in the heart. <laughs> anyone surprised? Candy would be disappointed if there wasn't any jank in it, to be fair. Exactly. That's that's the added flavour. Yeah, fucking 50 quid a pop. <laughs> Fuck the that. Taste of Bethesda. 
Tastes like Bethesda. That's disgusting. You're ruining my drink. (laughs) Well, it all tastes a bit bitter now. Thanks, guys, for ruining my fun. (laughs) Next. Moving swiftly on. Uh, Something I'm very interested in. Uh, Deus Ex writer Mary DeMarle, I think is how you pronounce it, will be working on the next Mass Effect game. Uh, now you have my attention. The Mass Effect director Michael Gamble confirmed the news via Twitter, um, and she has also confirmed that she's joining Bioware. Um, I love the Mass Effect games myself. I've done them all, and Andromeda was actually a perfectly fine game as itself if you take it out of the Mass Effect universe because the it? story was sort of just. Well, I enjoyed it. I like playing it. Uh, my daughter was born around that time, so I was playing it a lot. Um, and did you play uh, it on launch or, or after the uh, after they fixed the patch? Things, yeah, the patch. I, I played it afterwards. I never played it when. Oh, the, that's the disappointing. Came out. I <laughs> loved everything you that came out. Like <laughs> yeah, oh, I've, I've seen all the clips, but I definitely Fucking think um, the writing, particularly the big thing that I love about Mass Effect is about your interaction with your your team, where you do missions, all the side questy stuff. And that was really severely. Yeah, that was severely lacking. Um, in Andromeda, I think the, the side characters, which is really uninteresting. So, hopefully, she'll bring some uh, tidiness to the, uh, the script. Yeah, yeah, man. Next, and uh, this one, I think Stiggy wants to uh, explain. But basically, theatres are starting to ban the hashtag Gentle Minions groups from entering due to recent and I quote disturbances. I don't know what this is, and Stig kept saying me all week, wait till Sunday, wait till Sunday. What <laughs> right. is this? So the youth of today, the TikTok generation, you know what they're like. Lovely they're people. Like, oh, they love a good uh, trend and a good meme. Anyway, um, so all the kind of young lads going to see the Minions went in like droves, of gr- like in big groups, all dressed up in suits. <laughs> and some of them got a little out of well, hand. Like minion suits? No, like suit no, suits, like a suit, like suits. A, oh, sh- sh- suit and tie, yeah, and they're all kind of like they're like grew like this, and so <laughs> you have the, the the problem with this is right is banning somebody because of what they're wearing is not a great thing to do. No, but the reason how they had to do that is because some of them got a bit out of hand and started having raves in the middle of the cinema. Raves. Pop- <laughs> throwing popcorn over everyone, throwing bananas at the projector screen. They wow. actually damaged the projector screen. And obviously, if you take, if I'm in there and that happens and I've got my kids You're kicking me, off, mate, you. Yeah, I'm fucking kicking <laughs> off. Um, but some of them were perfectly fine. They cheered when mm. the movie started. They cheered when the movie ended and they just watched the film. Like, there's loads of reports of people saying we had people in suits in our cinema. They were perfectly fine. All they did was cheer at the start, cheer at the end. But mm. obviously, the viral videos, the videos have gone viral of all the dickheads like ruining it and, and trashing cinemas. So, in the end, they just had to say, Right, no you're suits. in a suit, coming to Minions. You're not oh. coming in. They should have just gentle minion only showings, shouldn't they? And then, like, that's what the people were saying. Security like, guard or something. Yeah. Like a Rocky Horror. Yeah, I mean, I, basically, my hometown has got one cinema, and it's called the Dome, and it's the oldest one in the UK. And it was quoted in the, the local newspaper. One man who took his nephew to see the film in Worthing last week said, "The TikTok trend should be called TikTok Terror." <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, 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 you can get a, a local, local radio paper, show. 
You could get a local yeah. radio show with that voice. <laughs> yeah, Biggie on LBC today. You can do it. Fuck. <laughs> LBC Suffolk or something like that. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, it's just over to Big Biggie. TikTok terror. <laughs> Next. Speaking of terrors, moving on. A speedrunner from the recent Summer Games Done Quick 2022 event has admitted that he faked part of his run. Russian oh. speedrunner, uh, oh, here we go, Mechorasium. Yep, nailed it. Um, completed a, a live run of Metal Gear Rising. Revengeance is one of the few that he did. And okay. rather than in-person runs, did it online. However, an extra run of the game's Blade Wolf DLC, no, no idea what that means, was offered as a charity donation goal incentive but he since admitted he'd fake recorded, pre-recorded the footage. And I, I guess, Gadget, you're well into this, aren't you? Yeah, it was, it was quite sad because I watched both those runs. Like, um, Blade Wolf's difficult, though. Yeah, Makarazim, uh, Makarazim, however you say it. He's really good, he's really good and he, he, he walloped through um, Rising Revengeance, no bother. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, okay. I was I watched the Blade Wolf DLC bit, and it looked weird because it kind of he had his camera positioned, and like most of them have their camera positioned like like we are now, like you can't see where his hands are and all that. But mm-hmm. the way he's moving doesn't seem to be moving in line with it. Basically, what he'd done is he'd done a segmented run of it, which means he does a speed run of a level, stops the recording, speed run of the next level, stops the recording, kind of splice it all together. together. And those mm-hmm. are legitimate speed runs, but you call them segmented runs. And what he did was basically just broadcast that video. And um, the way people kind of found him out was basically the sound of his keyboard, like the that kind of sound. It wasn't matching. It wasn't matching what was happening on screen. Mm. Motherfucker. Um, when the nerds start cheating, that's fucking hell, man. And he, he, <laughs> it's the end of the world. Yeah, he admitted, fucking hell. he admitted to it when people brought it up. And, um, and then Games Done Quick basically, in short order, banned him and removed his records and removed his VODs. Historically, because he's done a few runs for GDQ, he's basically persona wow. non, persona non grata within the speedrunning community at the minute because, like, loads of people get caught out for cheating all the time, but it's the first time someone's cheated mm. at a charity event like this, mm. and it's such a high profile <laughs> one as well. Like, like the the extra run, the, the the Blade Wolf DLC was a thing where they it's like a um, bonus incentive. Stretch goal. Yeah, stretch goal. So, like, you know, you the the the, the run of the game is already in there, but then they're saying, you know, oh, if we, if we get like fifty thousand dollars in the next two hours, we'll add this we'll DLC to this run. So like people, yeah, yeah. people were probably going to put the money into the charity anyway, but people put money in for this, so it's really, really dirty. Oh fucking hell! Well, he's to not say allowed on our show. He's done. He's banned for future events as well. So. He's banned yeah. from our dish. Throw him in the fire. <laughs> yeah, he's gone. Next. Speaking of banning, uh, the Netherlands has moved forward to an outright loot box ban. Uh, a motion calling for the new laws and regs has been uh, spurred by a recent court ruling. Uh, sorry, a recent court ruling that loot boxes are not a form of gambling. They fucking are, and a lot of them. Yep. Mm. I don't play any games with loot boxes in, so it doesn't really affect me. Doesn't mean it's not a problem. Right, that in there. I, I agree. Agree. <laughs> it's not a problem. <laughs> my son. My son. Put is it obsessed in with those kind of things, so it does affect me financially. So it does affect you. <laughs> oh, mate, I just... I, I, just get rid of it all. Just turn off multiplayer. Just turn it off. <laughs> Fucking get rid. I think the issue is when you just don't know what you're getting, is it? It's, it's one thing to say, oh, you know, it's this price and you're going to get this thing and that's fine. But when you, you know, you could potentially be getting a load of old shite and paying 20 quid every time for it. I think that's, uh, that's more the issue. I'd rather like people- put money on the football. 
But I mean, I mean, it's 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 expensive anyway, and you shouldn't put quite so much like pay to win stuff in there, and quite so many cosmetics because it takes the fun of the fun away from the actual game and the grind and everything. I know some people just use it as a um, candy. A time if Todd Howard stuff. put loot boxes in the next Skyrim. You'd be fucking looting those boxes. I probably would. They're in I'm, I'm guilty of it in ESO. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, it's incentivizing, it's monetizing the whole, you know, when you used to unlock shit in your old games. You know, if you mm. play Street Fighter, you had to play the whole game to unlock a character and then do the same thing to lock the next one with that character and so on. And it, yeah, it's just basically three. monetized oh, that. Yeah, it's that. just monetized that. I wonder how so far that this would go, though, because loot boxes and games are a thing, but. But the, the, the toy industry is exactly the same. My kids get toys where you have no idea what yeah, the fuck's yeah, yeah. inside. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. They don't tell you. Um, like uh, LOL dolls and like blind bags and stuff like that. You have no Kinder idea what's eggs. inside. You're just, you're just told this is, this uh, is no, an LOL boy. Te- you might get one of these. Like, yeah. yeah, that's what I was going to say. I think that's the only difference. It shows you what you do get in there, but it might be one of those as opposed to a thousand different other cosmetic items, I guess. Mm. I think there's a massive difference in the limit of what you're going to get, I guess is how it works. Uh, Maybe I, they'll I, go I in also, the fire, who knows? I also think the difference is when you buy like a blind bag or something, you're going with the express purpose of buying a blind bag. Like You kind of expect that you yeah, might be disappointed fun, out it? of it. Whereas with loot boxes, loot boxes are now at the point where they're getting front-loaded into games before you even get into the game. Like... Diablo Immortal is, yeah. is, is, is the is the is the big one. This one, like before you even get to creating your character, you're shown an advert for loot boxes. You know, and <laughs> it's because it is it is effect, it is digital gambling, but it's unregulated. Whereas the the blind ba- blind bags and all that, there is an FCA. I'm showing sure that there's a common FCO trade and standards regulation. That basically, they have to publish like the odds of getting things. There needs to be not a disproportionate amount of things f- uh, for certain items. So. You know, there is more regulation around those LOL dolls than there are around Diablo Immortals, which is what's wrong with it. I personally, I prefer LOL dolls. Just saying. I know, because you can hock, hock them at chavs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, little LOL dolls have, like, the little boy ones have little little dicks on them. They do. Yes, they have they little do. todgers. They yeah. have little todgers. There's loads in my daughter's bedroom. Not little todgers, I mean LOL dolls. <laughs> Disclaimer. <laughs> right, moving on. Episode title. No, we're not having little dodges. <laughs> That's not speaking, speaking of dodges, the big dicks at Rockstar oh. are shelving remakes of the Grand Theft Auto 4 and Red Dead Redemption. Good. All focus is now on Grand Theft Auto 6. Good. Bring Grand a new game, game out, the, fuck's sake. also announced the online side of Red Dead Redemption 2 it's also not being supported anymore. It's going to have the odd event, but nothing else. So all focus is on six. Given, given the state Good. of the definitive edition of three, four, uh, uh, three Vice City and San Andreas, I'm quite glad that they're not going back and ruining forward Red Dead <laughs> Redemption. <fucking> <laughs> <laughs> terrible. That was one of the things I think they cited as well. So yeah. Also, terrible. yeah, just give us new games. How many remakes have come out in the last like four or five years? Mm. New games. I, just, I think some of them ca- can do with it when games are really that old. Like I think it was worth doing Final Fantasy VII, but what you know, like that's a Last remake was, though. That's different, yeah. isn't it? But I mean, you know, The Last of Us was that? Was it really needed? Oh, let's not when get it's... them started. Let's not get them started. <laughs> Fuck. Next, uh, Charlie Cox, Vincent. Did not. Oh, I can never get his De name. Donofrio. Donofrio. Thank you. 
Um, uh, <laughs> apparently returning for a Marvel series called Echo. Sounds interesting. Together for the first time since Daredevil, the Kingpin so will reappear this. in the MCU Disney series. And uh, allegedly he's going to be playing, uh, or he's up for the mayor of New York in it. I'm up for this. Not, I'm up for it. Kingpin, not Daredevil. That'd be weird. Yeah. Oh, yeah. big time. I'm, I'm just wondering whether, because now they've actually moved uh, Daredevil over to Disney Plus and said that it's canonically part of the MCU. Yeah. Does the ending of the third season, if if he's if if Kingpin carries on with crime, Daredevil's coming for him and Vanessa. Yeah. Are they going to carry that on, basically? I reckon they'll start from scratch. I think it's going to be maybe a soft reboot. It's very soft reboot. Yeah. yeah. Still, fucking D'Onofrio was Kingpin born to play that He's role. Is it, awesome. Is, awesome, it, isn't it? Also, isn't, isn't Daredevil, like as it was, like the Netflix series, slightly more violent than oh, yeah. this MCU oh, standard? Slightly. Yeah, slightly. <laughs> a lot more like violent. Fucking old slightly. <laughs> yeah. Like the first time you meet the Kingpin in Daredevil, he crushes a man's head in a door. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, they're going to have to soft reboot it somehow to keep it in tune with the MCU. Yeah. What I want to see is, I want to see him as mayor. I don't, if he does go for the mayor, I don't want him to rise up to be mayor and then taken down by the end of that series because he were only six episodes long. I want to see him as mayor in the next Spider Man. I want to see yes. him be a foe oh, and a imagine. problem for Spider Man. Yeah. yeah. If, they, if they go from what the books do, he'll eventually become president. So Yeah. And I want him to, because the MCU has powered, powered him up a little bit. Um, rather than making him kind of just a big guy, but yeah, it's powered. He can't go toe to toe with Spider Man, so maybe the end of Spider Man. I'm trying to go around spoilers here. The thing that happens in the post credit scene at the end of Nowhere Home, yeah. could be a way to get the Kingpin oh, yeah. on Spider Man's yes. level. I'd be into that. Oops, absolutely, hundred yeah. mm. percent. I'd also, I'd also be into the idea, like the next Spider Man film, also, like yeah, if um, if Kingpin is the baddie, having. Daredevil involved as well because Spider-Man seems to work really well when he's bouncing off another hero. Mm. Yeah, or himself. Figuratively and literally. No way home is awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Next. Okay. Oh, <laughs> Sony has confirmed God of War Ragnarok. Yeah, it's coming in ninth of November this year. Can, can I just did ask my correspondent? Did you see the trailer? My... Did you see? No, the no, 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 no. Can I ask my correspondent, Stig, if this is going to come out when they say it is? Stig? Uh, this is definitely coming out when they say it's coming out. I there don't you think you're now to date that close to it. To then it's confirmed. Say, if Stig says it, it's confirmed. To then say, sorry. Did you see the wolf? <laughs> Did you see the wolf? Oh, my God. The wolf. The wolf. Fenrir, isn't it? Oh, yeah, Fenrir. Looks awesome. Yeah, it looks awesome. Cannot wait for that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Those collector's edition big boxes I well. kind of want that. Me too. The collector's edition doesn't have the disc in it. It doesn't have a disc. It just has the metal tins, doesn't it? <laughs> what that's ridiculous. That is ridiculous. <laughs> it doesn't everything have a disc. else in it, apart from the non games. You're cool. definitely buying it, Candy. You've got too oh, yeah. much disposable income. It's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need it. I'll get it anyway. <laughs> the reason to own a PS5, finally. Fuck. This is literally Next, all, all we bought PS5s for. Yeah. Yeah. No, well, well, the thing I bought PS5 for ended up being a bit of a dud. Yeah. DJ, you got a PS5. <laughs> I, I got a PS5 when I hurt myself last year, so I was like, I'm going to spend months at home, so I might as well <laughs> get one. 
bought, bought the bullet oh, cool. and uh, got back to work then shortly afterwards and I've played it very little until I'll let you know what I was up in the next. Ah <laughs> Foreshadowing. Have you played God of War though? No, no, I haven't. Um, Get that haven't, sorted, mate. Get on it. I, I must, on it. I must, because because anything around the lore of Ragnarok just draws me in like a coin. So I am. Um, Get there. on it. It's <laughs> a long summer. Uh, next one. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Next one up. Um, the Duffer Brothers. You may have heard of them recently, if not before. Um, we'll be developing a new live action adaption of Death Note for Netflix. I don't know Why? anything about Death Note, but. The guys behind we were just talking about Death Note last week and awesome. we willed this into existence. <laughs> Fucking sh- Oh, I hate this. What's uh, the point of doing anime in meat space? Stop doing it. Anime is we fine were as anime. Literally talking about it and I'm furious now that we weren't talking about something. Do you think better. they could pull it off though, <laughs> considering what they've done with Stranger No. Things? No. No. Hmm. No. Live action anime does not work. Prove me wrong. Right. Anyone. The only one I've seen that I like is Super Happy Kill Time, and that's just because it's um Matt Stogden, yeah, Matt hard, Stogden from the um, sequelizers and has got Stuart Ashens yeah. in it. And it's very stupid. Yeah. It's good at the same time. It's stupid. Brian Freeman nearly worked. What? Brian Freeman nearly worked. Mm. Mm. Nearly. That's the point. That's the point. Nearly. I think I've no, seen that worked. one. Is that got... Nearly um, never pulled a coat. Mark Damascus. Is it Damascus? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. Here's a right. It's it's the, uh, that was the review, guys. <laughs> Have I seen it? Can't be done. Can't be done. Um, apparently, uh, an open-world survival game set in the post-apocalyptic world of the Terminator is in the works. Uh, that sounds from, great. Uh, dun, 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 it does, dun. but we haven't had many uh, good Terminator games, have we so far? Have we had any? It was one of the Game Boy that was pretty shooters. good. Shooters. It was that one in the arcade, wasn't it? Terminator 2. That was good. And there was uh, a first-person shooter on PS3 or generation, I think. I don't know. I think that'd be be great, like, if you just kind of wander around these wastelands and then come upon, like, humans versus some machines in the middle of a battle and you can just kind of go in there. If they do it properly, that would be great. Exactly. That's the problem. Just to to let the listeners aware, I'm sure they already are, I'm not a game developer, but if I were you developing know. this game, no, I'm not now, um, and I was surprised. If I were, I'd make the T800s a bigger presence, uh, akin to like Nemesis or Mister X from Resident Evil, where they're just unbeatable to a to a degree. Do you know what I mean? And make everything else less like you're, you're fighting humans, but when a T800 comes, it's a fucking moment. It's not just, just oh, you can kill them. Just do yeah, alien isolation with a Terminator. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm That'd saying. be good. Cool, it's stuck it's, in the vents. Gonna be, <laughs> it's uh, gonna be open world, isn't it? So you, it's gonna be yeah. more like the world of salvation. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, but what is more interesting, because as far as I'm aware, this came out of nowhere, was a RoboCop Rogue City trailer that just got randomly dropped on the internet. I liked it. I liked it. It looked alright, didn't it? Yeah, a bit, bit, bit janky, but I liked it. And they've got yeah, Willis' face. They've got the, the proper they've got likeness. His face. Like for yeah. it. Yep. Where is Again, Kane? <laughs> I, I love the original arcade game, and it worked quite well on the home consoles back in the day. But yeah, I'm just. It seems like one of those things that has been forgotten about, and then all of a sudden, out of the blue, comes this uh, trailer for a one. And yeah, yeah, that's really. I hope cool. they have the license for the music as well, because it's 
Oh just, yeah, they don't yeah, have the music. Yeah. It just kind of loses a loses. Oh, the loading bit. screens are stuff like I'd buy that for a dollar. That kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. You know, the, uh... yeah it needs to be. You need to have all that in there as well. I did yeah. like how the the guy in the building was like, "Can you fly?" I was like, "Yeah, yes." <laughs> yes. <laughs> Can you fly, Bobby? Exactly. Tell me, Bobby. It's not quite Can like you that. Fly. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking. I, I, yeah. I'm up for it. I'm, I'll get benefit of doubt until the uh, six out of ten reviews turn up. Yeah, so that's Cyberpunk. all <laughs> the main news, <laughs> apart from, unfortunately, we do have a bigger retirement corner this week. So uh, it's sad to announce that we have lost Kazuki Takahashi, who was the creative Yu-Gi-Oh! Sadly passed away at the age of 60. Yu-Gi-Oh! And then not long after that... Clear. Okay, fine. Thank you. Then you've got um, James <laughs> Khan, incredible actor. Um, he passed oh. away. July the Fucking 6th. crushed me, week. that one. Crushed me. And then, as if it couldn't get any worse, we then also lost actor Tony Sirico, died at the age of 79, um, more commonly known as Paulie in The Sopranos, amongst others. Um, but yeah, it's just what a weird week for mm. sad deaths, man. Yeah, yeah. So, so, they're, they're all names. They're all, do you know what I mean? Like, fucking Sopranos is my favourite TV show ever. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's one of mine. That synonymous with. I, I, He's great. I know. I know. Even though he's, he's, he's phenomenal, probably just playing himself. Yeah, he is kinda, definitely himself. Kind of came from that life, didn't he? Pulled yes. himself out of it and got himself into acting. So. He was an enforcer, I think, at some point. But he's he's just great. He's so good in that role. Holly yeah. Walnuts. Yeah, yeah, really funny yeah. as well. Fucking, but he's got some yeah. good comedy uh, chops on him as well. <laughs> yeah, really sad. Really sad. But again, at least. The legacy that they've left behind is second to none, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, yeah. James Caan's part of the Godfather, isn't he? Fucking James Caan. He's amazing in that. He's superb. I mean, he's done obviously a lot of other stuff, but he was really Mate, good Mate, don't forget James Caan in Elf. He's brilliant in Elf. <laughs> he's good in <laughs> he's Elf. fucking Great. phenomenal in Elf. People forget about that. I'm like, he is the secret, the best person in Elf. He's fucking incredible. So... Fucking wow, what legacies. All of them, all of them. Like, people fucking love Yu-Gi-Oh. I'm not into Yu-Gi-Oh, but fucking hell. That's a multi-billion dollar franchise. Fucking crazy. But yeah, massive. And, Thank uh, you. That's Is that the news? Week. Yeah, over to DJ for agriculture news this week. <laughs> Thanks, Biggie. Great week for the sun. A uh, bit of precipitation <laughs> will be handy for the crops, and uh, like to like to get the grass growing, but uh, that's mainly weather news this week in the agricultural front. Thank you. Excellent. Brilliant. That, that should be a regular thing. I love that. Let's get I just on. send a voice should... note in every week. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let's get on. I know to terrorise oodles with the sound of cows. <laughs> oh, you fucking dare. Please do. Please do. You fucking dare, mate. I, fuck, I actually had a running with a cow uh, yesterday, the day before. Yeah, the day before. Fucking, we're just walking dogs and wife goes, look. I went, what? Fuck, just look at me, this big fuck off cow head. Right, she knows what it does. And I, I fell. Do you know what I fell back? Like when Gadget sees a spider, Ugh, fell back. They're, they're more afraid of you than you are. They're not. They're not scared of me. I saying running with a cow is, and did you see one from a hundred yards away? Oh, I was so far away. <laughs> so far away. It was a field away. This one's <laughs> small. Those ones are far away. <laughs> yeah. Really no, a cow could kill me. A little house spider cannot kill you. Like he got in a, a, an argument with it and then like headbutted it or something. 
Imagine <laughs> if you had a problem with house cows as well. House cows. The, uh, in the corner you ever found of the a house scene, cow in your fucking bath? My God. Can't get them out. <laughs> I had a great day. What do you think that down the toilet. <laughs> yeah, great Danes are house cows. <laughs> Excellent. Nexus. Nexus, Nexus, Nexus. Candy, what have you been doing this week? Everything that everyone else has been doing. So I'm just going to prattle through some things that we've already covered. So finish Stranger Things. Um, agree mostly with what was said. I am going to go yeah. against the crowd a little bit and think of the last two episodes were a little weaker than the rest of the season, I thought. Um, it felt a little bit bloated to me. Um, there was some really standout action scenes in the penultimate episode. Um, Wasn't there just? It, the, the scene with... Yeah, I don't want to spoil it, actually. But yeah, no, the, the final... The final episode in particular, I think it just went on too long. I understand what they were doing. In the, the, it's they were two and a half hours. Is that not long enough? It's way long enough. Much long, <laughs> much too long. Um, I understand what they were doing. That They were getting everyone back to Hawkins and everything and setting up for the, the final season. And it has been said already that the final season is not going to be quite so long. So I guess they did a lot of the, um, basically the heavy lifting of the story was told in this um, this season, the next season, it's just going to be the final showdown. Um, and they confirmed it's the final final. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah, and then they're just yeah, doing they're spin-offs after Do you know what? Do you know what I found funny this? Now, I think. And they're yeah. doing death now after that, clearly. What I found oh, funny this same. week, like, oh, season, the Duffer Brothers have confirmed that season five will um, reveal what the upside down is. I'm just thinking, you'd fucking hope so. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's about fucking time. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> I don't really care. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I do think they should have. Um, so the, the one thing I really didn't like about the season was the Russia storyline, and I do think they should have left that one character dead. I think it would have made m- yeah. much more of an emotional <laughs> impact. Yeah, and agree. by the time they're reunited with Al, I just there's been so many sort of happy ending, or not happy endings, but so many people reuniting by the end of the final episode. I just didn't care. They just held held no emotional weight. Return of the point. King did, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, and apparently yeah, it's yeah. going to be the Duffer Brothers have actually come out and said it's going to be more so like that in the next season as well. So that's, so that's something to there's, there's one thing since we talked about it um, in this last week that I kind of read something. Went, yeah, actually, that did kind of annoy me. I'm not wanting to get into spoilers, but just plot armor for some people. Plot armor, yeah. And it just yeah. kind of, right. yeah, if. I've posted about it in our Discord of what that is. So if you're on our Discord and want to see, you can have a look at that. But I think it was... And if you're not in the Discord, why are you not? Could have been done better, if not for... Oh, we can just do this, because... I agree, mate. I agree. Mm. Um, Speaking of Discord as well, I um, wrote a big, long essay about this as well. But I also saw Elvis last week. Really, just thoroughly enjoyed it. Again, if I have one complaint, a little bit too long for me, um, but I think it was just a fun and respectful celebration of his career. Did really. it make you scream? <laughs> Everything makes me scream. Like I've um, not, I've, I've not watched it yet, but I keep seeing the trailer of, of him doing first doing the thrust, and every single person in the crowd are like, "I've never seen a penis before." <laughs> Do you know what? Do you know what's funny is that like um, when you watch that, you go, that seems really stupid. Then you speak, you speak, but when you watch things with interviewers and speaking about him. They were like, doing they're, that. They're like, that's what it was like. Women mm. were going yeah. crazy. You you watch some clips of him on TV shows and stuff and he just screams in the background and people throwing <laughs> pants at him and everything. Like It was the same with the, the Beatles, wasn't it? You couldn't hear mm. them play live. Of course, yeah. every girl was screaming in the crowd. So it, there was a certain hysteria. I think it's maybe a teenage girl 
uh, hysteria. Uh, and that's what candy's like with my chemical yeah. romance. But, but they were coming out of the, an era of like, it's like the forties and fifties, quite conservative, <clears throat> for, like especially yeah, for females. It. You know, like uh, women weren't really allowed to do much, were they? So when you have yeah. this yeah. guy coming out there and thrusting himself at, <laughs> at, at ladies on stage, that like it was like. Oh, Mate, he'd be cancelled nowadays. Like, I'm just saying it that way. He would not be allowed to thrust himself at yeah. ladies nowadays. Isn't that what every heavy metal band does? Is it? Like, yeah. TV stations were only allowed to film him from the waist up when he was doing live performances. <laughs> mm. well, it goes into stuff like that in the film about them trying to make him a bit uh, less I'm glad that and jiggly. I am, <laughs> I, am, I am glad that Baz Luhrmann still doesn't give a fuck and he just makes a film that he wants to make. That's fucking cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, actually, I don't think he was turned up to eleven as much as he normally is, which was which is quite nice. It certainly wasn't as crazy as um, like Moulin Rouge and Romeo and Juliet, where it wasn't that stylized. I didn't think, but it was still. It was, it was there just was enough. a thing. There was a thing I read about that um, about how Tom Hanks had a little say in certain things because Tom Hanks is fucking Hollywood royalty, isn't it? So I reckon because Tom Hanks was in the film, it's like Baz. Can we just? Uh, down I don't know. When you see Tom Hanks' accent is he, is character in that is, is, yeah, big time. Some shark jumping well, that's going good on to there. Know. That's yeah. good I to wonder know. if if he took into consideration it was a celebration of somebody else's life and career rather than his own, rather than yes. showing off his own thing. Yes, probably, probably. And a, a well-documented life and career. That's the mm. thing. You can't go too crazy, can you? Mm. Sigurd, I, I, do you I, take I your say... inspiration from Tom Hanks for accents? Uh, of course. He channels everyone. Everyone, yeah. I just uh, pull from everywhere. <laughs> we was like, he's in character game. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, one one last thing. I just, I'm glad that they didn't kind of um, dwell on and make a spectacle of the kind of fat Elvis part of his life because it's it would be disrespectful, I think, to do yeah. so. And it was just a tiny. A fraction of his life, and unfortunately, that's the way people remember him because it was the last part of his life. But it wasn't all, you know. Let's all ridicule and laugh him. You laugh don't have to spoil him. it too much, but does it go into his fact that he used, he worked for the American government as a spy? No, that's I my favorite no Elvis fact ever. I'm thinking, I don't what? know if it's the FBI or CIA. He worked as a fucking spy. Oh my god, is that actually a that's thing? That's not even or... a joke. No, that's that's, that's a, a real conspiracy. Like, like no, I, I watched real. after last week. I watched Men in Black. I watched it today yeah. with the kids, and there's a bit, isn't there, where he's playing music, because you know Elvis is dead, he goes, Elvis ain't dead, he just went home. Some people yeah. like genuinely oh, yeah. believe that he's <laughs> not dead and he just left Earth. <laughs> Why wouldn't you? Okay, um, no, no, anything else? No, no. Was Elvis Presley a CIA operative? No, but the CIA along with the FBI had an extensive file on him, in, in some cases dating back to 1954. No, he wasn't I mean, a spy. That means fact. Fact, you heard it here first. <laughs> Someone was spying on him. Fact, he was a spy. Because he didn't know how to deal with him. <laughs> yeah, because he was thrusting everywhere he went. Middle, like... If that's, you can't thrust America's... your way through life. <laughs> yeah, proper proper conservative America was like, yeah. what is this devil man they doing? did not know how to deal with him <laughs> at all. And the only thing they could do was like, oh, let's arrest him. Like, for let's arrest what? him for, for what? sexual crimes. <laughs> for penising. The name's Presley. Penising. Presley. <laughs> I've been expecting you. Anything else, Caddy? Yeah, uh, Obi-Wan, just quick. I thought the final episode um, kind of raised the seri- the season for me or the series for me from mediocre to fine. I thought it had some great moments. The rest of the What's wrong with you? Yeah. 
It didn't do it for me. And I was really it got me back into Star things. Wars, which was mm, a big fucking ask. Very quickly, no, on that, have do... you have you heard about the um, cut that some kid's done? He's a, a f- student yes, filmmaker. Two, a, two and a half hour cut. Yeah, yeah, he's basically edited that. I'm going to check that out actually, see what it's like. Well, the irony of yeah. that being that it was originally supposed to be a film, wasn't it? And then yes. the failure of um, some of the other ones made them think. Solo, I think. Maybe, that's it, right? Solo. Sorry, I forgot. But mm-hmm. it made them think. Well, we can do this as a series, and I don't think it. I don't think there was enough going on that really warranted a, a series. Really, I think they could have cut out a oh, lot. Come on, such a misery. I would have loved for it to, for it to be more fun. And like I said, I really enjoyed the final episodes. I thought, especially yeah. that showdown was absolutely great. But the rest of it, nah, not so much. And the final thing I've been doing is I think something that everyone else has been doing. So I'll save my thoughts on that for the big. Uh, the big chat at the end. The big chat. The big chat. Cool, cool, cool. Moving on to me. Um, yes, I want to talk about uh, the fact that I also went to see, along with Stig, I don't know if anyone else, Thor. So you can jump in if you want, Stig. I don't know who else saw Thor. I'll, let, I'll, let, I'll let you get your thoughts out first. Thank you. Thank you. So, yeah, the big film of the beginning of summer, really. The blockbuster. It should have been last week, shouldn't it? It would have been fucking perfect. Yeah, the big <laughs> summer blockbuster came out. Um, I went in with extremely high expectations because Thor Ragnarok is my favourite of the MCU films. I prefer a comedy edge to comic book films because Biggie knows he reads a lot of them. They are funny. A lot of comic books are just inherently funny because the artists get bored of just the fights and stuff like that. And I really love Taika Waititi. He's one of my favourite directors. I love everything he's ever been ever done and been a part of, except Green Lantern. Didn't love any of that. Because he, he was in that, wasn't he, as an actor? So, yeah, fuck Green Lantern. Look, you're thinking now, aren't you, Candy? Like, was he? Yeah, he was in that then. He was in it. He was. He was. Don't he make me watch it. Don't make me One of the characters. <laughs> you'll, you'll know his voice as soon as you see the character. Oh, Trust me. CGI, but he's in it. <laughs> But yeah, um, Thor, Love and Thunder. I went in, as I said, expecting really high things. I came out a little bit deflated from those high expectations. However, I must stress this, I really fucking enjoyed it. I thought it was an absolute laugh from start to finish. Did it add to the MCU at all? No, not at all. That, that film doesn't have to exist. Like most of the films we've seen in this phase, except Spider-Man, they don't really have to exist, do they? They just do. Mm. and. <clears throat> We've said it before, me and Stig especially, a bad MCU film is still not a terrible film. It's just a bad MCU film. There's a different different calibre to it, and I know people don't like to call them cinema, but they are fucking cinema. I'm not going down that argument. I fucking love them. But this, yeah, it was a laugh from start to finish. Um, my ribs were actually hurting for a little bit because <laughs> Taika Waititi does this thing where he does a cringe joke and he keeps it going for longer than most people would keep it going. And then it starts getting even funnier because he's just took it too fucking far. And there's two characters in this that how I was howling every time I saw them and heard them on screen. You know who they are if you've watched this film. <laughs> I'm just not going to spoil it for you. Um, let's just say they've got four legs. They've got eight legs between them. But yeah, fucking love that. <laughs> Everything about the plot was a really condensed version of three very well-known acts, the Mighty Four being probably the most well-known of the acts. 
of the of the um, arcs. I didn't like how it was condensed too much. It was too rapid, too fast. Everything happened at a pace that didn't deserve it. If you get me, it was a lot of the. There was a lot of heavy moments in this with jokes, and you can't really joke about these certain things. It's it, it leaves a bit of a foul taste in your mouth. But I think the payoff's fine. There's no great stakes at the end, and it's just Chris Hemsworth, man, naked. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ! I went with my wife. Worth I put my thing. I put my hand over her eyes. She went fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a, it's just a laugh, and it's just I, I gave it an eight out of ten. But upon reflection, I think it's more of a seven out of ten. And I've knocked it a bit further down in my in my rankings. So over to you, Steve. What did you think of it? Not very good. Mm, I didn't think so. <laughs> nope. Is this the Taikai Waikiki's movie that isn't good? This is oh, his worst. This is his worst film. Oh, there it is. It is, wow. it is his worst film. You are right, Bigger. It is his worst film. Uh, it's as Udall says. Uh, MCU films are still relatively enjoyable, regardless. It's an enjoyable mid-range MCU film. It's probably the third best film of this phase Spider-Man yeah, yeah. ahead and then Shang-Chi then this one I'd say but I unlike agree. unlike you I I found the jokes were very thin very quickly really? yep I uh, the joke between the hammer split going between his hammer and his uh, <laughs> and the axe <laughs> thinking I, about it though I'm still laughing at having that's fucking funny man I just it was I just got bored of that and it, the I mean if you see the trailer like what Oodles is alluding to, it's like a ten-year-old meme. I saw this like <laughs> ten years ago. It was funny then. It was funny when you kind of see it for the first time, but then it does it over and over and over again. The film, I was like, right, we get it. Doesn't stop, does it, till the end? Like, there's one other joke with them that's really funny, but it's not really to do with them. It's more to do with a, pla- yeah. a planet and distances, yeah. Yeah. which is that was quite funny, but. <sighs> Yeah, I just I I really enjoyed what Christian Bale was doing as the villain, uh, but yeah. ultimately he's just going to end up in that pantheon of villains that we forget about. He is totally yeah. worse in this, and I'm really disappointed that this is a one and done kind of thing because I thought that with that character and could have been a big a bad. character being called the God Butcher, it might have been. A big bar. and it's a heavyweight actor, man. Like it's a huge actor to get him in and just kind of. The character in the books is a heavyweight. It's one, a fucking. It's an Ultron level. Yeah, a, a one and done, and he's in a completely different film to everyone else. When you see him, he doesn't get a yeah. lot of screen time. Like I remember when how threatening Hela was in Thor Ragnarok. She comes in, destroys the hammer, fucks up. That Asgard kills a lot of people. Yep. Like she's a yep. threat, yep. and Gore is meant to be on that level, and you do not see that on screen at any off point. Screen in it, yeah, it's all off screen. And it's just, I just disappointed that. See, there's plenty of laughs, mainly from Cog, because Cog is great. Uh, good visuals, some really good, nice set pieces. So it's, it is entertaining, but I just came out and I was a bit like, eh, like where is this? Where is this phase going? Phase one, two, and three had a direction. We had this we, hasn't. We knew where we were going with it. What the fuck is going on with this phase? It is just a like if you're going to do this connected, this connected it. universe, then you've got to show us where you're going with it. Because right now, it's all over the place and it's all totally different everywhere, and nothing seems to fit. 
I don't think Thor they've I don't think they have progressed his character at all. He's gone backwards. Like it's mm-hmm. and yeah, um I don't know. I just What would you rank it? What's your score? Three eight three out of five. Yeah, like, mid, like I, say, I, give, I give it a seven in in retrospect, and I'm just disappointed I'm just more than kind. anything because of the people involved. Because it's Ragnar- I love Ragnarok; it's great, and I and I love a lot of Taika's other films, and I think Crimson Hemsworth is great in the Thor role, but I just don't know what this film's doing or saying. There's no depth to it. There's no. Sticks. It's tonally very sparse, isn't it? Yeah. Um... <laughs> Do you think yeah. Taika needed kind of reining in a little bit? Do you think they give him a little bit more freedom this time, seeing as the last one was such well, a success? Here's the other problem. He's come out and said that, you know, in a lot of his films, he allows people to improvise lines because if they, if they think of something funny on the spot and he's like, yeah, I like Hello. that, I'll use that. What this film's doing is he's allowed them to improvise major plot points. Yeah. Like he's allowed them to just do what the fuck they want in the scene. All right, we'll use that. Said in an interview, we barely directed it. Yeah, like you can't do that. There's, there's no no direct. There's no direction. Like, what's the point of you even being there? Like to me, like because I, I when you guys did your ranking of the the Marvel films and went through them, I, I was like, fuck this, I'm gonna go back, gonna go to the very start, phase one, start with Iron Man one, and work my way completely up through. Because I hadn't, I hadn't seen any of phase four when you guys did your rankings. So I got to phase. But I got to phase four and I'm, I've just finished Moon Knight. So that's where I am. And I like it. I think Shai Chi is an absolute banger of a film. But other than that, I think there's no direction to the MCU. And I think what you're saying about Christian Bale's character there is really disappointing because they're crying out for new characters and to take a new storyline in a new direction. Because <laughs> to me, the original Avengers thread has just, it's run its course. They, they need to introduce new characters, keep people hooked. And I think they've just, Failed miserably at that. In we need four. we need a Thanos level threat. Yeah, that's what we oh, need. Apart from Tom Holland, the whole fucking thing is falling apart. Really, yeah. in my mind, you know, he's he's holding it together at the moment. If you've seen Loki, yes, that's that's kind of showing where we might be going with a bit of a villain in this. But we're already still so late in the game. When but, are we going to see that? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's meant to. I think the next Ant Man film is going to kind of bring that to the forefront. Hopefully. But I just thought. But then, but then doesn't but Doctor Strange kind of renders yeah, a lot of Loki, it renders a lot of Loki irrelevant. Yeah, that's what I, I mean. There's no, it's doing that Star Wars thing with the the sequels where they just it, it's as if Kevin Feige's just resting on his laurels a little bit. He's just like, yeah, we, we're untouchable, and it's getting to a point now where there's no thread. There was always a th- even in the first phase there was a thread. The thread was that the Avengers need to get together. And that's a good. That's a good thread. That's a, yeah. that's a really good. Well, think, and then phase two, starting introducing them falling apart, and then phase and the three stones. was the big bars, yeah. the stone. Ah, oh, it's just there's no thread here, and the TV shows are the exciting thing, which mm. is a bit worrying in a weird way. There's an ele- there's an element at the minute with the films that seems to be fulfilling contractual obligations. So whereas that's what I was so thinking, whereas yeah. no way home. Is it does what um, Far From Home did, which basically that was the coda to the um, yeah. to the uh, yeah. end game. Like Doctor Strange, like we didn't really need another Doctor Strange film, but like it looks like they had 
you know, they, they, they had a contract thing so that Benedict Cumberbatch got another it, film yeah. and um, Elizabeth yeah. Olsen got another yeah. film and then this one, clearly Chris Hemsworth managed to negotiate something before Endgame, say, oh, I'll do another yeah. two films or something like that. And That's what it seems like, mate. It does. Yeah. I mean, Thor's going to come back. Like... Yeah. But... Yeah. yeah. I just... Yeah, I just wanted more going forward. I thought Christian Bill might be a good jumping off point for that as well. Um, like This phase, man, like, I had... Every film I've got done is a three out of five, apart from Spider Man. And like, it's mad, isn't it? It's yeah, fucking mad. And that's weird because when you, if someone was to say, "Oh, your 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 ranking for Thor is the same as Black Widow," yeah, because I see them. That, that three out of fives are different to me. Like, yes, I don't. Yes, when I do my rankings, I put shit on Letterbox and that. I don't do half stars, and I and I just say, right, well, they're a low three star. That's a high three star. These don't warrant being four stars, but also they don't warrant being two stars. So at the moment, yeah. this phase just sits in the middle. Bang average. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, not, it's not good enough, is it? It's not good enough. Right. Uh, the next thing I'm going to talk about is something we're all going to talk about a little bit together. Um, spoiler alert, we're going to talk about the boys. So let's Ooh, move yes. on to... Uh, DJ. Very good. Um, so as I was saying earlier, I have actually had time to do stuff this week. So as you said alluded to earlier got my ps5 out and uh so, something i don't think any of you guys are really into so i'm going to talk about it because it's uh not been covered on the pod to my knowledge so far is some uh, some motorsport games um so Ooh. i got gran turismo 7 and i got formula 122 this week and i've played them both a bit and i think both games so so this is the first uh, real edition of formula one that ea sports has taken over from codemasters fully um, so they've yeah, done the I, fucking. I did notice the box art is completely different. Uh, they've done it's like the box art looks like FIFA. And, yeah, and it does. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they've, re- they've really bastardized the intro, but thank fuck the physics and mechanics of the driving the cars is the same, and the career structure is, is oh, quite good. similar. Um, and I know, I know, um, Angry Court is as well because we, we've been to and fro a few times about possibly doing a multiplayer career. You can do multiplayer careers as mm. well since last year, two players. Um, oh, that's cool. Because there'll be really two drivers on a team. Yeah, well, you have two drivers in a career. Like you can choose whatever team you want and all that. And then oh, you're just right. up against each other and practice qualifying and the race. Um, you might never see each other because, like, you know, I might be a second or two a lap quicker than my brother. So he might be in the middle of like rush. the front. Oh, kind of, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you yeah. introduce him on the you track, know, crash that know. fucker into the wall. Yeah, you won't yeah, get a, like yeah. rush basically. It's brilliant. But there are there are penalties like it it it's incredibly realistic. Um and I do it in cockpit view as well. Uh it's really, really fun. The force feedback on the PS5 controller is fucking amazing. That's gotta so, like, be so good. When, when, yeah, when the wheels spin, the accelerator button hardens, stiffens like a throttle would in a car Ooh, in, in a, in a yes. F1 car. The the physics and mechanics of going over bumps and stuff and how that unsettles the car and everything. It's fucking brilliant for for as someone who's played pretty much every F one game since ninety nine. Um, this like is they, they really rescued it in about twenty eighteen. It kind of really lost its way for a couple of years, and there was a couple of years mm. where there was no game whatsoever. And uh, twenty eighteen was really good, and they've just built on it and built on it. Uh, the, the the physics in the rain are spectacular. Uh, so much they've really improved that this year, and also as well like it's. It might sound silly, but the cars ha- the cars this year in real life are 160 kilos, I think, heavier than they were last year. There's a new, there's a whole new yeah. aerodynamics to, to the cars this year. 
in real life. And it feels like that in the game. They're a lot more cumbersome in slow corners. So really, really enjoying that. And as well, Gran Turismo 7, uh, playing that too. Haven't played too much of it because I think the home screen and how you navigate through it is just a bit of a pain in the arse. Um, is it? Is again, it really that bad? I uh, really just, fucking love I, I love, and I, I've, I've, said it, I've said this, but I love Gran Turismo 1 and 2 because I treat them as car PGs. Where yeah, I, yeah, they are. That, yeah, and, it's, yeah. and I fucking yeah. love that. And if I were going to get a racing game, it'd be, it'd be Gran Turismo. I was looking at it the well, other day. I was like, Gran Turismo like 7. Yeah, the drive, the driving mechanics are again really, really good. Um, mm. uh, really enjoying the driving mechanics and uh, the, the visuals on it are spectacular as well. But uh, just the home screen annoys me. So I've gone in, done it a bit, and then come out of it again. So played played <laughs> a lot of Formula One lately uh, this week. Um, and I literally really have not played it. a Formula One game since Nigel Mansell's fucking GP yeah. on SNES. Uh, <laughs> I haven't played one since SNES. Like, <laughs> the, the, the reason I don't play much is because when I do, like when I go into Crayon Formula One, I will do every practice session, every qualifying. So it like, takes I so long, hard at it, and it t- yeah, it takes so long. Um, and I do fifty percent race lint. So um, fucking hell, that's ages though. It's but but even stuff like the tire wear and how the car handles throughout the tire phases and stuff is so realistic this year. So I'm I'm really loving that game. Um, Have you ever thought about then, investing in? Um, proper steering wheel and pedal setup because apparently was, it's well I, set up <laughs> I went to order some last year but I had half my foot hanging off and I was like oh, actually <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be at home oh, yeah. <laughs> I, just had, I just had two skin grafts on my foot I, I'm not sure like pushing a brake pedal the whole time is going to be too how did you hurt yourself that's a very good point <clears throat> I lost a fight with a tractor and trailer um, yeah that was it god yeah I, I was I never passed that boss level um, so so play, playing a Formula One and, and Gran Turismo Seven this week, a lot of fun. Really fucking enjoyed it, uh, especially Formula One. I am one, down for Gran Turismo. I'm, I'm down, down yeah. for I, I, the Formula One. I, I, I'll never. If if it was if free on PS Plus, I'd play it. But. Yeah, but if you're not into Formula One as well, like you know, you, you have to develop the aerodynamics of the car, the chassis, yeah. of the car, the power unit, and it's stuff. A bit much. If you're if you're into it, it's fucking amazing. If you're not, yeah. I, I'd say there is probably a bit of overload. Um, mm. But the other thing I did, so so, so uh, the other thing I did this week was I've watched Vikings. Um, so I only oh, ever I saw Vikings. the first series. Yeah, I know that. Yes. Because I, this happens to me. So last year I bought a home. So I, I own this house now. I'm never moving. Fuck it. I don't care. I'm never moving again. I hate moving uh. house. So every time I move house, whatever I'm watching at the time, it almost gets left behind in the old house. <laughs> so I, I had watched... I had watched series one of Vikings and had a had a house, move from the apartment I was living into. Actually, my, myself and my wife moved in together first. I was watching Vikings, so I, I'd only ever watched series one. And I was flicking on Prime the other day. And the best theme tunes, by the way. I love the... Uh, oh, so man. So good. I love that theme tune. Um, so when it, well, I was like, fuck this. So I, I, I'm, I've just about finished series three now. Um, so I've been really enjoying that. Like, like, Talk about Thor there and everything. Like I love Viking lore. Um, really into it. Absolutely adore all the, the Viking mythology and Norse mythology. Um, as as a you need to a play loving... Assassin's Creed Valhalla, mate. I do. Yeah, I do. Actually, I think I have a biggie. I was talking to about that one day on, on mm. one of his streams when I was in hospital. He, he mentioned it. Um, we, I think we had a bit of chat back and forth about it months ago. And I just think like um, 
like like as as a fully committed pagan as well like i'm just yeah. so into to all all that mythology so yeah. i was like fuck it i need i need to and, and i watched the last kingdom as well myself my wife watched that over the winter we, we finished that as well so i was I like, like fuck it. this going going diving headfirst back into vikings and have you have you not so, seen the northman not yet no mate but, mate oh man I, I it's gonna blow your fucking ass off not another thing. Um, so <laughs> Vikings, I have to say, like I, I really, really, really love it, and I think I do genuinely think that Ragnar Lothbrok is probably one of the best TV characters, screen characters I've ever. Yeah, I agree. With I, that. I, and I, I think the portrayal of him, the, the the facial expressions of the actor at times, you know, the little smirks he gives and stuff. Yeah. I, I, I'm just in love. Like, I just fucking head over heels in love with him. I just think he's... Yeah, so is my wife. He's a beautiful man, isn't he? My yeah. wife's like, so what we watch it? Vikings again. I'm like, fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I've really got into that now. And I did watch Vikings Valhalla when it came out. Um, as a, I wasn't back, so keen on that. Ago. No, no, it didn't didn't grab me at all. Not nearly as much. And I, I was like, this is fucking Aldi or this is Aldi Vikings. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. it's another. Um, like Katagat had turned into fucking Manhattan in, in <laughs> Vikings you know I was like fuck this so um, yeah really enjoyed Vikings some some terrific acting and like the, the production quality for um, a, a series that was filmed a co- couple of years ago now is um, is really really good so that, that that's what I've been up to some oldies an oldie but a goalie uh, you, you haven't been on the show so you could you could pick old things so don't worry about it that's perfect yeah Vi- if you're not watching <laughs> listeners Vikings is Fucking, it's a billy banger, an absolute banger of a show. And famously, I watched the first, uh, the second season before I even watched the first season because Amazon Prime, as Biggie understands, is very difficult to navigate. So I'm going, it's really good. This, why are they all talking about something I've not seen yet? <laughs> so, and also, it would make a brilliant game. Can you imagine getting to Blood Eagle someone? Oh my word! In an RPG. Again, you need to play Valhalla, mate. Because uh, <laughs> your wish may come true. There you go. There you go. Biggie, please have a shot and I, sweet one. I have very quickly. <laughs> um, I saw Sean Always Sheen reliable. the other day. Um, and yeah. yeah, I totally agree with what everyone says. Um, it's fine. It's it's okay. I'm not quite sure where it fits into the Shang- MC universe. Shang-Chi's good for the first hour, I think. The first hour mm. is sensational on Shang-Chi. I didn't like the last. No, time. I like the, the the martial arts yeah. stuff. I really loved, and then yeah. I, I like the um, interaction with his best friend as well. She's really cool. Aquafina, really yeah. she's loud though, isn't she? Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, really, really enjoyed that. Um, and then uh, yeah, watch the boys, which I think we're going to talk about briefly. Going to chat about yeah, um, and then just spent four days recording uh, Alien RPG. Perfect segue. Gadget, what have you been doing this week, boy? <laughs> yes, we played our game of Alien RPG, and it was marvellous. So if you didn't join us on the live stream last night as of recording, yes, we we celebrated a year of the Dragon Streamer score cheap by playing Alien RPG. Um, and that is what it sounds like. Take the Alien, ga- the Alien film series and all the associated lore and chaos and wrap it up into a D&D-like game. And it was chaos. Didn't take long, did it? Glorious, glorious chaos. Glorious chaos. Um, we had the, the we had the joys of um, Stig's American accent. Was Mate, it American? This is, this is the future. I can do whatever accent I want. 
Yeah. Do you know what? Danish. Steve's character was my favorite. Like he became such a like a, a stick in the mud about everything. I just loved it. We have Biggie trying to lose everything he could. His ego is fucking already big enough, man. Don't fucking give him praise like that. He was good though. You are good, mate. Yeah, so we so we have Biggie looting everything he could. Yeah, yeah. We had Candy taking every drug she could. Yeah, like real life. <laughs> yeah, and we had we had Oodles doing his best Snake Pliskin voice. Mate, it was spot on. It was fucking spot on. And spoiler alert: I did headbutt someone to death. You did. Uh, and uh, Jack from the sequel is getting one of our little cast killed through a technicality. <laughs> yeah, let, let's not tell you who. That, no. no spoilers, no spoilers. The, f- the fun part about it is, and I think what I enjoyed most about it, aside from just the, the subject matter, was that when when you're a DM and you're um, playing D&D, you're, the whole thing that you're doing is pushing a story forward. So you, you're controlling the enemies and you have to fight and all that kind of thing, but you're, kind of, you're always kind of on side of the players. With the way mm-hmm. Alien works, it's simulating an alien film. You're act- I, as the, as, the, as the game mother, have to actively try and kill the players, and it's so You were the best game fun. mother as well. <laughs> It it's was just a like, loving it's, game mother. It's just like you know, just like just like wait for them to have their little conversation and go, and like they can't see it because I had my own screen open. Like I'm moving the alien as they're moving around the ship. So I'm <laughs> oh, were you? Put- oh yeah, yeah. Like I wasn't you just sneaky ran- bastard. Well, no, that's how you're supposed to play. Like I wasn't randomly just dropping it in against you. I was actually moving the alien as it was going to move, just on my own oh. screen. And then whenever it was dropping in in front of you, I was just toggling it so that you could see it. So you know they'd be having a conversation. I'm just I'm just sitting there giggling silently because the aliens moving around the air duck to get to them because <laughs> <laughs> they're making a sound and it can hear them. Oh, it was so oh, much shit. fun! If you're into tabletop role playing games, definitely play Alien RPG. Um, I'm not even into it, and I had a good time. I think you were into it more you know, than D and D. Yeah, I have Great. to confess, bit, I yeah. actually found it more fun to play. I think, like on a technical level, I think I found it more fun to play on than D and D because especially with just, the agendas um, you have, just quit the show. Clearly, yeah, I'm off. So yeah, no, like having your own agendas and everything. Yeah. I think it helped to drive the story forward. And if you're kind of, especially when it's the first time you played something, you you sometimes flounder a little bit in terms of what to do and say. But that holds mm. your hand a little bit more. And yeah. I think it was a little bit. I think the actual gameplay is a little bit simpler than D and D as well because you're not worrying about well, unless obviously it it may get a bit more complicated as you would level up. Um, oh, the problem with playing D and D is there's always the people that are experts, and they'll go, "Actually, actually, you did that wrong." And I like it because we're learning from it. But yeah, whew, there's so many rules in D and D. DJ, mm. you've got loads of spare time on your hands. Have you ever played D and D? No, no. But it's purely because I have so little spare time. I also have no friends, so <laughs> not to do it. Um, no, you I have. You've got um, us now. <laughs> Yeah, I, I should be I I should have like a guest appearance on Dragons. Like I should just pop in and out every now and again as like for agricultural advice. <laughs> <laughs> Are we doing the Batman. Harvest Moon episode? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure I'm, I'm sure I'm sure I'm sure I can come up with some kind of harvest festival for for the world. Hello, I'm a walking talking combine harvester. <laughs> yeah. Don't get in a fight with it though. No, no, no you lose it all. I yeah. I did hope I, I I do hope we. Uh, we we exceeded your expectations though, gadget, because nerve wracking to do a, a, a very first. I've never played a tabletop game in my life, apart from Monopoly and the obviously the classics, Cluedo and stuff like that. And we did it live, and yeah, I mean, you, you play D and D. That's a tabletop RPG, but yeah, you um, not in the, my eyes. I know it's life. 
the fact that the, the, real life you, you all did exceedingly well given the fact that i was throwing brand new rules at you i'd only given you like an hour's worth of prep a couple of days beforehand hour it was about fucking 10 minutes <laughs> <laughs> well well, no, because most most of it was telling Biggie how to roll the dice in the in, in, in yeah, roll twenty. <laughs> Just wanted the facts. Yep, but you know, you, you were all you were all very good on it. You all really got into it. You all accepted when the when everything changed, and you know, allegiances had to turn, or when someone had to decide to kill something and they didn't want to. And yeah, it, it was all really really well done. So yes, I'm very proud of it. And listeners, you'll be able to hear this on both. This podcast feed or the score cheap one in a couple of weeks' time once I get it edited down. And the YouTube video yeah. will be up around about the same time. Can they uh, just watch it on Twitch anyway, unedited? They could if they want to, but uh, um, I'm, not, I'm not preserving the archive because I've got it as a video no. that I'm going to upload. Yeah, I thought so. so. Um, but yeah, it'll come out in cool. two parts as well because, you know, I'm, 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 a, I'm, I'm kind. I don't want to force people to sit watch four hours of something in one yeah. shot. Excellent. Um, the intro dude was uh, really cool. I'm I'm a little bit conscious of time. Have you got anything else there, Gadget? Just the boys. Like, let's have a quick five minute chatter about the boys. No spoilers. We don't have to put a spoiler claxon. I just want because DJ's not seen it either. I just, I just want thoughts on how this season ended, how the season as a whole was for everyone. Because I'll brilliant. give you mine. I blew my it blew my mind. I think it's the best show on telly. And yeah, I agree. It, it's it's not a hot take anymore because a lot of people are coming to the, the they're all saying oh yeah I, and, and when I say best show and tell I mean of its ilk it's not better than serious dramas and stuff like that obviously it's do you know what I mean it's no it's no levels of fucking Sopranos Ozark and all these things that everyone loves at the moment I, I don't know the names of them because I've never watched them I only watch things with fantastical things in it but yeah I fucking adored every aspect of it it didn't fail to deliver on anything. Uh, the episodes never exceeded the time. They were all an hour long, weren't they, I think? There was one yeah, that was just over that, I think, but yeah. Yeah, and it was just... Everything about it, the characters are so charismatic. Homeland is a villain that you don't want to love, but you can't fucking help it. Butcher's the anti-hero that you're not supposed to love again, but you do, and everyone else around it is just fantastic, and it exceeded my expectations massively. I like you, that you do not think. want to miss Herogasm, whatever happens. No. Mm. That's the best episode out that yeah. I've done on this show. And for me, it wasn't even anything to do with Herogasm. Like, there's so much stuff going off. Everything in that else around it. Around mm-hmm. it was so much more interesting. But that. Yeah, yeah, it was. That episode was just amazing. The end of that episode is just fucking incredible. Fantastic um, bit of I television. Think that's- that's the best boys episode by far, and it, it yes, led yeah. perfectly into the final two episodes. It set everything up just yep. where it needs to go. My heart was beating at the end of that episode. This is why I said, this is why I said, Erogasm is, is the, the, the boys' version of the Red, the red Wedding. I think yeah. it's mm-hmm. that good. It's yeah, that yeah. big. There's, oh. um, I, I like how they're reframing some of the, quote-unquote, the bad soups. Like, yeah. um, like, I really liked what they did with their Deep in this series. The kind of the way they build them up and knock them back down again. I like the the fact that the A Train became a character. Um, yeah, I like that you yeah, got, yeah, that you got to find out a bit more about uh, Black Noir. Um, I, th- I thought they did a really good job, and then they also did like a really good job of building up Huey. Rather, yeah. rather yeah, than Huey's but- a lot better now, isn't he? Yeah, rather than like Huey's character being Butcher dragging him from place to place and him reacting, Huey has. A I lot feel more- like Huey used to be the avatar for the viewer. Yeah, and now Huey's yeah. kind of now he's actually into character. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah uh, more urgency. 
Yeah, I like the backstory with uh, MM and kind of hearing a bit more about why he hates the soups this time around as opposed to just knowing yep. that he does. Um, and fuck me, Jensen Ackles as uh, Soldier Boy. He was fucking brilliant. So good. So good. Have you seen any of the YouTube videos that Force International are yeah. uploading? Like, they, oh my God, that's so good. This is one of the best things about it. If you're on social media as well, is that they take they, it seriously. They take it. They've got. They've created accounts for Vought, and they tweet out like this is real life and happening, and and people in the replies play along. Like it, it isn't yeah. like oh that was a really great episode. Like people like you see the replies and people are like oh yeah. I love Homelander like Homelander for president and shit like that. Yeah. Like they, he I'm was still so conflicted about a Homelander though. Like it's just I I can't understand how I can feel so sorry for somebody and yet just hate him. Like there were moments where I was absolutely crushed for him. That's uh, that's yeah. just how good Anthony Starr is at playing him. Like, yeah, the, yeah. I th- I think uh, like le- less so for like people like Carl Urban or um, uh, Jack Quaid or whoever. Like, I think this show entirely hinges around Anthony Starr because he plays Homelander yeah. so well. Like the guy I didn't gets- know either that is that suit is muscle suit. I thought he were ripped. He's no, not. No, He's just a skinny suit. bloke. Yeah. He's just a skinny bloke. I was like, what and that's the another fu- thing about his acting as well. Like sometimes he could even doing it with his face. Sometimes he can look really proud and heroic, and then yeah. sometimes he just looks like a little weak tinned weed, yeah. doesn't he? he? Looks like yeah. he's, yeah. he's falling apart. He's, he's he's very he's very he's very good at um at just like just twisting his face ever so slightly to do the shades or something. So without spoiling yeah. like what specifically happens, but there's a moment in the last episode where you get the the confrontation, and he's standing there. He's looking proud as anything, um. Yep. You know, delivering his speech about what he wants, and then when he's rebuffed, you see it's almost like just like the that color cried. drains from his face. Oh, it hurts so much! And it's just like, and but it's like just a couple of changes in the muscles in his face. Like he's so good at facial acting. Um, he also he also always gets his personal redemption at the end of every episode that he's in. It's lo- fucking I lo- phenomenal. I, I also th- love the setup for the next series, and yeah. I love. Th- where that that direction's going, I can kind of. There's a couple of ideas I've got where and go there. Um, but I saw I saw someone on Reddit before someone saying that like the boys is like the smartest TV show out there, and I'm just like, no, it isn't. It's the bravest. Yeah, the it's boys, so politically charged. It yes, but it's as subtle as a brick through your face. Oh, it, like yeah, it's, like, yeah. Trump's America. Yeah, That's what it's it not is a now. smart show. Like yeah. Homelander yeah. has effectively become Trump. That that last scene is just riffing off something Trump actually said. Yes. yes. Every time you say that mm-hmm. name, you have to beep it out as well. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Is it? I was. I was thinking about that. About what you said <laughs> about this, <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that's just that's how they would react. Yep. Yeah. Hundred percent. But yeah, let's not drag it on too long because everyone's gagging for a burger. So yeah. yeah, the boys is fantastic. Please watch it if you're not watching. Get it DJ, watched. get get on it. Get on it, mate. Yeah. Those no, rapid episodes. They're an hour long. Gone. No spoilers, but fuck that kid. Oh, fuck absolutely. that kid. <laughs> fuck that kid. So yes, come on. This is it. It's the main main event. Fucking get your, get your vests on. I've already <sighs> got mine on. <laughs> it's blistering. It's blistering. The barbecues are rolling. What we're doing now is the big modern escapism summer barbecue uh, at whatever time it is at uh, 20 past 10 in the evening <laughs> as we regard it. <laughs> It's still so, yeah, we barbecue. Christ. It's fucking red hot, man. It's red hot. So what we're doing, typical Emmy round table where we all basically 
create our dream barbecue. It doesn't even have to be a dream, just a great, a great afternoon slash evening. Um, you'll get it as we go along. I want to start with someone who I believe would strive so hard to create the best barbecue. He would almost make it his personal mission for the day. Stig, please tell me you've got a great barbecue going. I hope so. I hope so. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Right, I'm going to have to read this off what I've written. So yes. for my barbecue, obviously I'm extending the invite to all the modern escapers and listeners, their immediate family, and our amazing He's podca- got a big garden, guys. Podcast network <laughs> we found recently. Um, no, this isn't being in my garden. I'm hiring out to fields for this. Oh, we can do your deal. So <laughs> yeah, is- we, got, we know a guy with a field. <laughs> As we know, every barbecue needs good food, cooked to perfection. Uh, to assist mm-hmm. me with this, I'm obviously I'm in listing a top chef and a special overseas guest. Oh, so, so for your more standard UK things like burgers, sausages, chicken, lamb chops, I'm bringing in renowned chef and potty mouth Gordon Ramsay. Because not only is Fucking he going to serve up some quality food, he's going to be top bants and get involved in the fun. Top bants. Top bants. <laughs> My overseas guest, I'm going to bring in people. Bring in the people who know how to do barbecue. And what nation knows how to do barbecue better than any? Australia. The Americans. Oh. <laughs> oh, you're <laughs> going to get some hate for that. <laughs> yeah, if I was Australia. 100% the Americans. Um, so all the way from Texas, I'm going to bring in Franklin Barbecue, rated the best barbecue restaurant in America. Oh. Famed for its cues as well as its food, Franklin Barbecue is proof that good things come to those who wait. Every day, patient patrons idle for hours for a slice of Pitmaster's Aaron Franklin's slowly smoked beef brisket. So not only do they do brisket, they do pork, uh, pulled pork, shoulders, ribs, sausages, and all kinds of sides. So I'm bringing in the guys who do, apparently, America's best brisket. You're doing some research, aren't you, boy? You've been doing it. for. Oh, yeah. I'm, admit, this is going to be the best barbecue of all time. You know, <laughs> in the so. effort. For you vegetarians and vegans, you know, the selection of to cater for your needs. Look Plant- at him! <laughs> <laughs> Plant-based alternatives, but uh, vegetable kebabs, halloumi kebabs, veggie burgers, salads and pastas. All Enjoy that kind it. of stuff. Enjoy that. And, of course, there will be a mountain of garlic breads and corn on the cobs. Yes! All the food will be organic and po- where possible locally sourced. So so it's more ethical and obviously forget those best possible flavours. Hang on, locally sourced from America or from wherever you are? I said in where possible where I said where possible locally sourced. Okay. 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 There's holes in this already, guys. There's holes in it. <laughs> Why? Where possible locally sourced. Where, where possible. There's plenty okay, of meat. In, there's plenty of meat in the UK and Ireland. There's plenty of meat to go around, guys. I have also brought in local uh, breweries and gin distilleries. So I have the Black Sheep Brewery, who will be serving up a beautiful sele- beautiful selection of beers, which include their love, classic Yorkshire Bitter, the yes. uh, Respite, it's a carbon-neutral IPA, the Ridge Welter, a strong dark ale, a Refresher, which is a blonde beer, 54 Lager, and Bobby Horn's Easy Apple Cider. I fucking love but Black if- Sheep. If beer inside is not your tipple, I've got Masons of Yorkshire to provide all the gin and vodka you need. Oh. And of course, plenty of wine, pims, rum, and soft drinks. Uh, I've also got, throughout the party, Brymore ice cream. It's a local parlour to myself. Amazing ice cream. 
who use local milk and cream grazing on the dales of Yorkshire uh, for award-winning ice cream. I highly recommend that you have the uh, Cherry Winwam. Cool. So they'll be there all day. Writing that down. Every- <laughs> <laughs> uh, throughout the day, garden games will be provided, including these staples of giant Jenga and Connect 4, but the main attraction will be the modern escapism Ryder Cup. Those who choose to be involved what? will be split into two teams into a series of challenges. These will be single games, doubles, fours, and a full team challenge. The games will consist of beer pong, flip cups, coits, cornholing, and a boat race of downing pints to finish it off. Yeah. The first team to reach 14 and a half points, just like the Ryder Cup, will be declared the winner. For those of you not interested in the drinking game, we'll have a selection of consoles set up. So we'll have the Wii cons- um the Wii, the Switch console set up. Yeah, yeah, you know. My, our demographic demographic is full of Nerds. geeks and computer computer game yeah. enthusiasts. So we'll have some Mario Kart over there. We'll have a guitar hero station where people can battle out with guitars. You know what I'm like? They could they could do what they're everything. Not everyone's into the drinking games, you see, so I'm catering for all angles. Good lad. It's a man who's put on a children's party before, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, he's definitely, he definitely has. Yep. Uh, as the evening rolls on, we'll be treated to a small gig from none other than Sam Fender because I think his music's kind of perfect for a barbecue and also he's a jolly pisshead, so we'd love to get involved into the games. Mm-hmm. And then once, that, once the gig's over and the sky starts dark and my good friend Vic Light will come into DJs early into the early morning with a tranquil trance set. He's fucking good, though, isn't he? He's fucking good, Vic. He's very good. There you go. He's expensive, though. That's the problem. I think <laughs> some Fender might be a bit more expensive, yeah. but... <laughs> I'm, I've I'm unlimited budget man. here. Unlimited budget. <laughs> oh, you've got... I, 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 I've actually put what mine's going to cost at the end, so you've got an unlimited budget, it. have you? I'm not a poor man, but Stig, I don't think I can afford to go to a barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I can afford the tickets. The invite was free for everyone. This is my, at my see expense. You there, it's at my expense. You come and drink I've, your black, black sheep brewery. Doing DJ, it's in your fucking field. You're profiting from this. Uh, that's true. I have one question uh, about the Ryder Cup. Did you say the first of 14 and a half points or the first of 14 and a half pints? Points. Because like, I, I could score 14 and a half pints. No, 14, no the Ryder Cup, it's the, the winner is the first team to get to 14 and a half points, isn't it? So this, where you have two games, so you'll have like a single game of uh, beer pong or you'll have a doubles game. And then right at the end, you'll have a boat race where it's a downing competition. So first team I am to, extremely, to win the downing competition. I am extremely not scared of drinking games. I've been known to is, beat um, many a man. Is the last station of the drinking, the, the, the beer chugging part, is that Das Boot from Beerfest? Oh, <laughs> it can yes. be. It can be now. <laughs> <laughs> don't give him ideas DJ it's a competition <laughs> excellent thank you very much for that stick there's it's a not, lot going on for everyone, I don't know where to for, look at this party it's for everyone mate Every, it's catering for everybody you know if you don't there are plenty of people who don't like meat there are plenty of people who don't like alcohol but you know I'm not excluding them so if they want to go and chat or play on some games they can do that but the rest of us who want to get absolutely wasted go play those games yeah. for a few hours it's an all-day right, event, okay. an all-day event. From Stig's uh, Lollapalooza, I want to know what's happening in Loser Northern Palooza. France. Palooza. <laughs> Northern, <laughs> Northern France from our French correspondent, Biggie. What's happening there in Calais? <laughs> well, I may be based in Calais, but I have booked an even better spot for my barbecue 
It's going to be held at Harbour Lights, which is in Barbados, a beautiful beach bar. Fucking hell. Um, which is a perfect scenario for this. The event will be sponsored by Sweet Baby Ray's Barbecue Sauce, Jack Daniels, and Ben and & Jerry's. The oh, invites sponsored. will, of course, go out to all of our extended, as Stiggy said, Emmy families and guests, etc. But there are a few important guests that I have invited. So looking after the food, there could only be one person that could deal with such an event, and it's got to be Adam Richmond from Man Vs. Food. If anyone knows about food, it's him. Put him in charge of sorting out the menu. The food's going. There's going to be plenty of food all. for everybody. You will. <laughs> <laughs> You're getting a fight. There's going to be plenty of food there. <laughs> you can fight for it. But um, yeah, the um, music would of course be provided by the renowned DJ Scratch Bastard and the Gaff, who will be doing sets throughout the evening or afternoon, however long it's going to go on for. I love that um, man's name, bar, Scratch Bastard. That's so fucking it's cool. Awesome, man. Please check out his music. It's incredible. I am. Um, the uh, bar will be uh, run by Brian Flanagan, played by Tom Cruise, who will be looking after all of the cocktails. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody, yeah. will, whatever drink you want, he knows what you want. He'll be, He'll be smiling, going, that. Can I interest you in the Church of Scientology? <laughs> Woo! Spinning his fucking. A few more cocktails things. than maybe. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> uh, moving on to the special guests. So to mingle with obviously the crowd and all our friends and families, I've asked for Snoop Dogg. Yeah, <laughs> oh God. Yeah. So everyone's stoned then. <laughs> Fuck yeah. And, and his plus one, which would be his blunt roller. Um, you've also <laughs> yeah, yeah. real job. Got Eddie Azard. Nice. I'm sure it should be fantastic mingling with everybody, yeah, yeah. with some relaying Love everybody with bits. some fantastic stories. Uh, Jackie Chan, naturally, because I'm going to be spending a lot of time chatting with him. <laughs> You won't Maybe leave him alone. Stunts. That's the problem with Jackie Chan. <laughs> He's gonna see Jackie Chan will be doing so many stunts trying to get away from you. Yeah, you'll be up <laughs> pinned in a corner. Jackie, tell me everything. <laughs> uh, Jürgen Klopp, naturally, will be making an appearance and he'll be arranging oh. the five-a-side tournament. Forgot oh, to the invite... five-a-side tournament. Nice. I forgot to invite Jürgs. <laughs> and we all see him anyway, so you'll be fine. <laughs> Um, following up, there'll be Sir David Attenborough, who I think would be fantastic to uh, discuss Great anything burger. around the world. Burger. Do you think he's got to be vegetarian, surely? Well, he'll know where all the meats come from, won't he? He'll be able to identify oh, it. burger right. started out as it's a turtle. Around turn. <laughs> um, following that, the adorable Tony Collette naturally will be there because I just oh, want you to... just want to kiss her, don't you? That's this is just, this is just a, your orgy. Come <laughs> <laughs> on. Well, speaking of that, the penultimate final guest is uh, Rita Ora, just for the eye candy. She's oh, yeah, well, fucking hell, fire. <laughs> I did I mention I that this was... not, none of you are invited anymore, and it's just me and all these people. <laughs> yeah, we're not invited. <laughs> but one other last guest who naturally couldn't not be invited would be Jared Leto, but when he gets to the door, I'll just tell him to fuck off. <sighs> <laughs> Oh, perfection. No, you no, would, Jared's club. No, no, no. Jared would work magic. Yeah, yeah, he'd get in. He'd get in. That's the problem with Jared. He would get in, and everyone would, he would love know, him. Because his acting is so up. good, you would have no idea which person he you was. Think he, well. he was Rita Ora. All, that's yeah. how good he is. All he'd have to do is get. All he'd have to do is get the front door, drop a Morbius quote, and he'd be instantly in there. He's, he's in. Morbin all in. over yeah. the place. He, he, yeah. Can we have Christian Bale be the bouncer when he's no. trying to get in? No, no, no. no. <laughs> there it is. 
Yes. <laughs> yeah, that, that's my barbecue. I love it. That's a good. That's a fucking good barbecue. Let's go on to mine. Uh, food. So I've gone for a um, more of a pescatarian vibe, naturally. Ooh. So I've gone for the shut up. The main event is the jerk barbecue salmon with mango chop chop salad. Are you moaning oh. now, Stig? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a burger in so, my hand. It's just a Caribbean twist. It's going to be nice. We've got some Levi root sauce on it and stuff like that. Then we've got grilled avocados. So, and then we've got garlic jacket potatoes, one of my specialities, where you pull all the potato out, you load it with garlic butter, shove them back in the oven. It's fantastic. We've got uh, char-grilled oysters with a white wine dressing for the uh, more sophisticated guests among us. Also, for the fussy kids and stick, we've got your classic hot dogs, uh, burgers, even though, like I say, I am a pescatarian, I'm a charitable host, and I do not mind meat being consumed at my barbecue. I am pro-omnivore. If you want to do that, you can do it. I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not here to judge, but they, they are low, like Aldi hot dogs, Aldi burgers. I'm not buying, I'm not buying them in. Okay? Not, wrong with, not, wrong with Aldi, not wrong with Aldi burgers, mate. Oh, no, there's nothing wrong with it. My kids fucking live on them. I'm telling you. Drinks, the most important part. So... It's strictly a good drink occasion. That's the main thing I've got. So crates of shit beer are banned at the door. You come in with a big Foster's on your shoulder, leave them outside. I'm not, done, I'm, not, I'm not dealing with that shit. I know people like a cold Foster's on a summer, but not in, my, not in my... This is in my back garden, by the way. <laughs> not going crazy. So, yeah, they're, they're left at the door. Um, it makes people angry, it gives you a headache, and it ruins an evening when someone's had 14 cans of Carlin because there's Billy Big Bollocks turns up. I've had 14 cans of carling. Fuck off. Not, de- not down for it. So we've got three kegs of my favourite summer IPA, Shindigger from uh, Shangri-La, East Coast IPA. It's a nice 6.5%. Only 440 uh, mils. Nice drink. Really good. You can have it warm. You can have it cold. It's a Manchester-based brewery. So I'm sticking with that strong north theme throughout, apart from the food, which is Caribbean. But so for the evening we have my favourite stout at the moment, which is Hitachino Espresso Stout. Bang into it, seven percent, lovely stuff from Beerhawk. Because uh, I like a stout when it's getting. Do you know that my favourite part of the evening when you're having a party is when sun's down. It's getting a little bit cooler, but it's not too cool, and you just you still got your shorts on. You're just stouting it up. DJ knows. DJ fucking knows. You're just stouting that shit up. You're having a few nibbles by this point. And for the wine drinkers, we have uh, my favourite, which is Solaris from Laurel Vineyards in East Yorkshire. Proper clean, bright white wine made from a single grape variety. And it's only £10.80 a bottle. So fucking Holy. go wild with that. Yeah, it's fucking good for decent wine, that. So we have a variety of gins on offer, mainly Plymouth gin, because that's the gin I like. Big into Plymouth gin. And just nice Indian tonic. Even Aldi's Indian tonic's really nice, so... There's pop too for nerds if you want to drink pop, like <laughs> Diet Coke or whatever you like. I don't know. I've never drank pop at a barbecue. But it's there. Entertainment. So we've, we've hired the Tatooine Cantina Band. I heard that one song. Yeah, they're going to play that one song for four hours. Then we've got Tom Jones. He'll be there to do an acoustic set, stick with my Welsh roots to keep my mum happy. Because my mum was invited, by the way, so it'd be good. She loves Tom Jones, and if Tom Jones is there, she will turn up. Tom Jones! He'll be there. <laughs> and she will go the and, and you'll have a new dad. 
Yeah, I, I, I believe Tom Jones has already been home with my mum a few times. Well, that's what she tells us when she's drunk anyway. Uh, guest list, other than Tom Jones. Uh, we're sticking with a bit of a Yorkshire team. Uh, I've invited um, legendary barbecue guest Sir Patrick Stewart um, for those barbecue anecdotes that he's famous for. He's brought a plus one, Sir Ben Kingsley. He's brought him along. Come on, Sir Ben. Come on, turn up. Just two old boys just having a laugh. Uh, also. Prince of Yorkshire, Sean Breen. Sean Bean, sorry. <laughs> Sean Breen. Oh, Sean Breen. Sean Bean. <laughs> Sean Breen. Because <laughs> I expect him to bring a bit of Good nuance seven. to the proceedings. And he could potentially die that day. Mm-hmm. So I'll be excited. I'll be excited. His plus one is uh, Doctor Who's Jodie Whittaker for a bit of glamour and good crack because apparently she's a laugh. Um, now, I did invite him and he, he reluctantly turned up. It was just out of like kindness. Ex-Yorkshireman Jeremy Clarkson, I invited him because you still got to have that antagonistic person at a barbecue and Clarkson would be brilliant to punch. So <laughs> after those well, 18 he punches stouts, you first. Yeah, exactly. He might punch us first. Probably punch you at the door. But yeah, he's turning. And um, not born in Yorkshire, but he has a strong connection and I'm breaking a rule of manuscapers. I'm inviting John Prescott, uh, former MP for Hull. Uh, absolutely knows how to throw a punch, just in case it kicks off with Clarkson. John Prescott can get involved yep. and knock fuck out of him. <laughs> he's, also, he's, he's also got a spare jag so he can take people home at the end of the night. This is what I'm thinking. And, and Prescott, he, know, he knows how to have a fucking pint. He, he, he don't give a fuck. The man's never uh, sober. Exactly. I didn't invite him, but he turned up. Brian Blasser turned up. Uh, he tried to gate crash, but Prescott went ballistic and they had a scrap in back garden. So, Brian Blescott and Prescott, yeah, that is entertainment. That is a That's a loud party thing. with Tom Jones and Brian Blessed. Can you yeah, imagine man. them having a chat? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can help. Exactly. He weren't wonder. invited, Blessed. He just turned up because he heard everyone else was there. You know what he's like. God, if you fucking asked him, he'd be on this podcast. Hello! <laughs> you know, all that. Fucking Jesus, Brian. Calm down. Cook, so we haven't hired a chef. It's going to be a bit of a uh, everyone tucking in and getting involved affair because I like that about a barbecue. I like taking shifts. I like people having wait, shifts on the barbecue. Wait, wait, wait. Are you hosting a barbecue or a commune? <laughs> no, no. Everyone's just getting involved. He's, he's I don't basically mind. invited. You've got the long hair and the beard. I'm wondering if you're setting up a cult here. He's invited no, people to come and just do the work because he can't be asked. Lazy. <laughs> That's what you did. You invited Gordon Ramsay, mate. You're not fucking cooking. Got a chef, a professional chef in me. I didn't ask my friends and my, and my guests to cook. I brought someone in to do it. To do right. thing. If Prescott turned up to you with a hot dog, here you go, pal. You'd be like, cheers, cheers, John. You'd, you'd eat it. Yeah, because you'd be afraid it. of being punched in the face. You'd eat it raw. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> this chicken's raw, mate. So Ben Kingsley turns up and starts doing all the fucking fish, getting the fish going. Hiding all the eggs in the house. Exactly. Yeah, no eggs, no eggs allowed. But yeah, I, I, everyone, everyone, I just I like that when I go to barbecues myself. I like when people take shifts on the bar or the cocktail bar or the barbecue. I don't mind people mucking in and everyone getting involved, pitching in. People have expertise, and mine's not cooking, so <laughs> everyone else can fucking do it. Um, but yeah, that's basically my barbecue. It's mainly just a piss up with good food there at the side. I ain't touching that shit. I'm not bothered about food because eating's cheating, baby. So uh, yeah, that's my barbecue. <laughs> this was your your concept episode. <laughs> that's good though. You're telling me that's not a good that's not that's not a good crack that fucking that evening. 
my house. I mean, the barbecue usually is a piss up with food, isn't it? Yeah. With fire and food. There's food there. There's food there. If you're not satisfied, you can order a takeaway. I don't give a fuck. Do what you want. Biggie. Oh, you've done yours, haven't you? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm here. Though. What do you mean, Gadget? Which one DJ. of us do you mean? DJ, you, <laughs> you've put a lot of effort into yours. I can see you're constantly no. fixing that whiteboard. I mean, to be honest with you, like, you're, you're, as you're spitballing here and getting a few ideas, I'm just clarifying a few bits on my, uh, my whiteboard that has been taken over. Like, I've scrapped my PhD. I'm now into the barbecue organization business. Um, <laughs> so I've, I'm far more focused on the guest list than anything else because I think, you know, good company make, makes everything. It doesn't matter what yes. you're doing with good company. And I decided I don't want too many people at my barbecue because, fuck it, I, I like a barbecue where everyone can mingle together and there's no strangers and you get to yeah. see and have conversation with everyone. Nice, close, tight-knit barbecue. So I've decided to confine the barbecue to the six people on this podcast. All right. And oh. then very close, very close to one of your guests, but he didn't quite make the list. I've decided to invite my top five barbecue guests from the Fellowship of the Ring. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so into this. Straight away, I think purely for comedic musings and the fact that they will bring the greatest weed in all of South Farding, Merry and Pippin are fucking number one yes, and number two on the guest list. Sam and Flora can just fuck well. off the dry shites. They can fuck yeah. off. They can be like, go eat um, fucking strawberries in a ditch. We've had se- we've f- had we've had first barbecue. What about second barbecue? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But this is the thing. I mean, I mean, them guys are going to appreciate a good, a fucking nicely cooked steak, aren't they? No and when they're stood on the table dancing, fucking what yeah. crack is that? Uh, and this is the thing. So I was like, right, Mary and Pippin, they're bringing the weed. Yeah. Right, that's that boxed off. Um, and they're also just the most fun characters you could fucking have at a barbecue, I reckon. And like, as well, I'm kind of, I reckon I'd, I'd give them I don't think I'd give him PTSD because I think it was a good experience with tree beard, but I'm six foot five. So I reckon like, you know, I let the beard grow again. They'd like, I'd be like a paternal kind of influence on them. So they'd be like, mm. give me the good weed, you know, they'd, they'd be give me the yeah, good Yeah, here's the good that. stuff. Yeah, Would yeah, they call yeah, you Papa DJ? Uh, <laughs> they'd probably call me like DJ Beard or something. I don't know. I, I, D- DJ Beard. Can, <laughs> they, can, they can come up with that themselves. Uh, then I, I actually think, right, you have to bring Gandalf because number one, that man would tell some fucking stories and the way his, his, his diction and everything is, uh, the way he spins a yarn, I just, I could sit and listen yeah. to that fucker at a fire all night long. Plus, it's secret, is it safe? He's going to bring the fireworks. Oh yeah. Mate. You know Mate. that man has good fireworks. Like, and he can fireworks entertain the kids here. with the, uh, the shapes in the smoke as well. Mm. well. There's no fucking, well, like, they're hobbits, they're not kids. What? <laughs> There's no kids coming to this. No kids to this party, mate. That's Come right, on, Biggie. You look Come like children on. to your eyes. That's, that's politically incorrect, eyes. that, mate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so I bring Gandal for the fireworks and the stories. And then I the think... Racist, I've got hobbits for mates. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not uh, that short. I, d- I think <laughs> the two biggest pint men, in, the two biggest pint men in the fellowship, without a doubt, are Gimli, son of Gloin, and Aragorn. Yep. You know yeah. them main drink points. Like, yeah. Gimli is, is like, need we say any more? Like, that guy was born with a goblet in his hand. Um, <laughs> he was. <laughs> and 
like in the Prancing Pony, Aragorn is soaping pints, waiting for uh, he is. Waiting, waiting for the hobbits. He's soaping pints. He's and and he has his wits about him with a few pints. You know, there'd be nothing. Get and he's soaping him. pints at work. He's working. Yeah, yeah. So so, he's so he, he's, he's, he's. I don't give a fuck. I'm gonna drink. So yeah. I think they'd be. You know, Legolas is on gin and prosecco, isn't he? He can fuck off. Well, Leg- <laughs> Legolas is not drunk. No, that's the yeah. five. That's the five. Then you've got Gimli, Aragorn, <laughs> and and the two like Legolas can fuck. Legolas is dry. Like there's not. He, the cunt doesn't smile. Um, and then <laughs> and like like that's what I said. Right, Boromir, you're not like fuck me. The last person you want. You're like what? He'd he betray just bring it. it down. He'd keep trying to steal other people's food, and, and he'd, he'd keep, be the one like, that takes it into politics. Yeah, yeah. and then he'd, this he'd is be staring at Aragorn. He'd be staring at Aragorn. He'd be like, Doesn't matter. It's but a cut. Like he just fucking. Ah, I couldn't be dealing. I couldn't be dealing with Boromir now. And like I said, Buzz killing. He'd be like, he'd be like, he'd be like, sat there going, "If I'd have taken the ring, this yeah, is yeah. what would have happened." Yeah. You know, just, and he'd just be like, "Fucking hell, mate, shut up!" <laughs> ring, the ring's gone. The ring's gone, yeah. Boromir. Let it fucking die. Where were Rohan when Gondor was in need? Pass me a pint. <laughs> uh, but, but this is it. But I, I, I love to ask Merry and Pippin as well. What did Urukai smell like? Mmm. Rotting what, flesh, like, probably. I, 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 I just look at them and I think they look smelly, but I think they'd surprise you. You know, I mean, like Africa. Yeah, I, 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 I reckon they wore they, axe. <clears throat> yeah. You know, oh, you know the way you know the way hemorrhoid cream originated from shark cartilage. I reckon like yes. Lynx Africa originated from the Urukai. Um, yeah, probably. So, <laughs> so that's probably. that's my guest list. It's us six and that select five from the fellowship because I want the top tier of crack from the fellowship. I want to get rid of the mm. dead wood from for, yeah. from the barbecue. Yeah. I, the rest are fine; they're good characters, but they're not they're not barbecue material. And as well, I think yeah. I think Merry and Pippin like because they drank the the, the water in um in Pangon Forest. Like I think they've they, they've. they've yeah, and they've been out in Isengard and stuff. I think I think they their complexion would be okay in barbecue weather. Whereas I think Sam and Frodo <laughs> probably have had a bit too much UV exposure from Mount Doom. Yeah. So I, I'm 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 trying to be a responsible adult as well here. Um, so that <laughs> that's the Frodo in the Undying have, Lands anyway. You'd have to carry him out, wouldn't you? Ah, uh, yeah, <laughs> and he'd only be complete. It's so shoulder like fuck off. Um, so then. <laughs> Sam would definitely be there as well. The more he got drunk, he'd just be like, I love my wife and kids. Let me tell you Rosie. about my wife. Oh, look, she did this. And you just be like, he'd never shut up about his wife yeah, and he, kids. He, yeah, Sam would definitely have a phone going, look at pictures of my kids. Sam, put your phone yeah. away. It's a fucking bad <laughs> he'd, he'd be saying that constantly while staring at Frodo across the, across the park. Yeah. 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 I mean, if we're going to talk about wanking stories later on, like I'd say Sam has some serious wanking stories from, from, from him and Moore, like. Stuck in the rocks, Absolutely. like I'd say, hiding behind a rock, looking at Frodo, having a quick one. Um, anyway. He's a villain. <laughs> Shouting potatoes as he comes. Potatoes. Yeah. <laughs> potatoes. You just, you just, you just know when Sam ejaculates. He's like, "Remember, I wrote a merry one. It's gonna be <laughs> Anyways, moving on to the menu before we descend into chaos. Um, like we can all fuck off. Comes on you. If I'm hosting a barbecue, I'm wearing a fucking apron and you can yeah. fucking, you can eat my food. And my barbecue, again, is woke. We do cater for vegans and vegetarians. We do cater for pescatarians. 
the actual barbecue I have has four plates and one plate is um has never had meat on it. Um nice. so we do we do cater for those types. That's real life here. as well. That's real life, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, so, see, Stig, so listen. That's, that's, that's what got, you, you guys I have. I brought in all the vegan stuff and stuff, mate. I cater for yeah, everybody. Mine was all organic as well. Like, you know, it's locally sourced, organic. It doesn't get, like, that's literally, cool. we're, going, we're going to be eating. He lives on a farm. <laughs> like, you can actually probably, like, it's like the episode of Simpsons where they bring the cow in and pick your cow. Like, which one? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, the menu, I was at, like, I based the menu on the best wedding I've ever been to, where they just had, like, an all you can eat buffet of barbecue. Uh, mm. It was spectacular. So I have a couple of different cuts of steaks. Um, I have burgers, hot dogs, chicken, all, all the works. Uh, then we have to bring the Irish um, aspect in. So I've got jacket spuds, um, wrapped yeah. in tin foil, yeah. cooked on the barbecue. I have um, some fried onions and mushrooms on the on the, on the flatbed bit. Um, some coleslaw and some potato salad. Uh, so yes. you, you just have this big hearty meal and then so for the vegetarians um, and the vegans so the vegans have the option without the halloumi of the veggie or vegan skewers so I have uh, a skewer uh, big long skewers with halloumi red onion cherry tomatoes and um, a little bit a little cube of pineapple on it as well um, Ooh, so I'm down for that they're, they're, they're always a hit at the barbecue and then you can you can jib the halloumi if you're vegan yeah. Uh, so we're catering for everyone, and then we also have um, a big, um, we have a big bath that we're going to put a lot of pineapple in chopped up, wrap it in tin foil because charred pineapple through tin foil on a barbecue Incredible. is fucking delicious, fucking yeah. delicious. And also, speaking of uh, desserts, then there's a local, there's a dairy farm not far from me uh, that makes its own ice cream called Freezing, Freezing. Frisian, because they come from Frisian cows. So we have ah. locally sourced ice cream, locally sourced food. All all the ingredients come from within five kilometer radius of the farm. Top top notch, except the drinks because we're going big with the drinks menu. We have three different cocktails on the menu. We have mojitos, we have porn star uh, martinis, and we have molotovs. Um, and then we have two. <laughs> we have just just to throw a bit of fucking spark in there we have a few molotov cocktails as well just in case it kicks <laughs> off <laughs> between, between Barry and Pippin um, it's the fire then, pit sorted yeah absolutely so do you, I'm, I'm ter- like cul- culturally very naive in the UK did, did you guys have um, super split ice creams the orange ones with the vanilla ice cream inside it yes yeah, yeah, yes. yes So we had strawberry was, splits as well there was a beer that came out we, weren't, we never got that far um, we just about have uh, internet nowadays. This, um, oh. so there's, <laughs> there was a beer created about two, three. No, it would have been three years ago. There was a cross between Wicklow Wolf Brewery and Yellowbelly Brewery in Wexford, which isn't too far away, and it created a beer called Super Soaker, and it tasted like a super split ice cream. It was two point two percent. It was a two point two percent deal, a two point two or two point five percent. So you could loads. drink. You could drink this for the from the start to the finish of the day, and you will, you will get you'll get tipsy and drunk. But it's, you're not your arse is going to be falling out of your pocket. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna have that, and also Rascals in Dublin have a, a Club Rock Shandy Pale Ale that's four point five percent. If you fancy something a little bit stronger, I'm not going into the Imperial Strength oodles like you are, but that's what I'm having. Always, mate. <laughs> yeah. 
So I'm going to have it in the farm. So it's all done in, in, in our field on the road. We're going to have a big, massive marquee kind of set up just because it's Ireland. There might be a few spots arranged during the day. And entertainment wise, we're like we have the fucking entertainment. We get to chat the five of the fellowship. We're just, entertainment is going to be big, big round fire. Good fucking good chat. I reckon Aragorn can play a few fucking diddles on the tu- on, on on the guitar and the timbre. He's a good singer as well. Yeah, yeah, he can bang out a tune as well. And mm. like yeah, the the guests are the entertainment as well. So I don't need to be spending all this money on Sam Fender or fucking fancy DJs. Uh, I I just have friends. <laughs> oh, he's not um, fancy. <laughs> you're, you're telling me scratch Irish. bastard isn't fancy <laughs> you are no 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 i just no i just got right there i, I was talking about uh, my mate vic i just brought him in <laughs> <laughs> so so that's my barbecue uh good food good hearty food around a big fire in in a field um with good beer good cocktails and a fucking just just conversation just fucking tight-knit community style barbecue that sounds like the barbecues I just go to with my friends. I've got hobbit <laughs> friends, you know what I mean? It's like fucking just tall hobbits, really tall. The I'm only, try and pull Gandalf. The only problem <laughs> is that goes. when everyone gets pissed and Aragorn gets out his guitar out, Gimli's going to want to try and get on on that. Yeah, he and is. And you know he's fucking terrible and ham-fisted. Yeah. <laughs> but he'll try and yeah. do Wonderwall and everyone will go, fuck it. <laughs> Gimli's like, not going to see Wonderwall. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna go. I knew it. I did know it. I did know it. <laughs> I used to know it. No, just wait, 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 wait. I used to know oh. it. Uh, oh, it's, it's not tuned. It's not tuned. Gimli, fucking get off. <laughs> Gloin is turning in his fucking grave. Gimli, get off. <laughs> <laughs> right, gadget. Unfortunately, you've got to follow that. Okay. Right. Well, so so mine will take place in a venue to be determined. Essentially, probably is it outside? That's yes, a big outside. question. Yes, with it's, you. An, it's it's one of the them there outside barbecues. Um, food, because that's clearly the most important thing to me. Um, mm. This this one takes some pre prep because we're going to be smoking some of the meat for several days ahead of time. Oh, so we're doing slow smoked uh, pork ribs and slow smoked beef brisket, and we're talking the kind of low and slow smoke. You know, it's like 40 degrees for a week and a half, that kind of thing. So it becomes super tender super, uh, and just uh, just fall apart kind of meat. We're also going to be having half, those, not quarter pound of burgers. We're doing the half pound burgers with the cheese in the middle. Oh, I've heard they're incredible. They're amazing. Mm. Uh, we, don't do, we, we don't do hot dogs in this house. So instead we're doing bratwurst and currywurst. <laughs> we don't do hot dogs in this house. <laughs> no, nah, it's just eyeballs and arseholes, isn't it? Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, for for those for those who don't like the heavier meats, there will be a side of salmon baked in foil. Now we're talking baby. Um, for the memes, just a big bowl of gazpacho soup. Just because I remember that joke from The Simpsons. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. And vegetarians will be catered for. There will be kind of salady stuff, cheesy stuff, all that kind of See, things. There's a carrot for yeah. each vegetarian. Yes, a, 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 a <laughs> carrot. Uh, the, also, also, any of the vegetarian food uh, comes, you know, accompanied with uh, the requisite scowls from the meat eaters. It's just a, it's required. <laughs> Cucumber dog. Um, uh, <laughs> Cucumber dog. <laughs> Uh, over, overseeing all this food will be um, will be one of the guests I've brought in, who was the mayor of Flavortown himself, Guy Fieri. Ah, yes. yes. Now that, we're talking. I mean, has know, he got a flame T-shirt on? Of course he does. It's all he owns. Good man. It is. <laughs> 
He owns uh, four restaurants. It, yeah, he does own four restaurants. Yes, as and well. he always wears that flaming shirt. <laughs> um, entertainment wise, well, you know, it, it 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 it's my it's my party, and I'll be I'll be a teenager if I want to. I'm bringing all the two thousands pop punk bands back. I know you would. Yeah, you fucking Marsha. Yeah, going, we're going to be using, um, uh, you know, just a, just a, just a casual time travel machine that I found found in the car boot sale. We'll be going back to get the original versions of Sun Forty One, a de-aged and reformed Blink One Eight Two from back when they were good. Less than Jake, MXPX, basically anyone you'd find on an American Pie soundtrack in the early two thousands. <laughs> yeah, I can already hear it in my head. Is Avril Lavigne there as well? Yeah, probably. She'll be. She'll come along with Derek Wibley from Sum Forty One. Stig's definitely coming if Avril's there. She won't be leaving with him. <laughs> <laughs> Just need to get in there before she goes with Chad Kruger. Oh, you don't want that Nickelback stink on. Why have you invited him? No, no, no! I'm saying no. Just, no, just she she gets married to him later yeah. on. Chad Kroger's going to be looking over the fence, going, "Hey guys, I was around mid two thousands too." Look <laughs> <laughs> Chad. Look at this graph. <laughs> uh, oh God! For 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 the alcohol side, because we're doing alcohol and we're doing it hard. Um, there will be whiskey. Neat. The the, the the ice will be on the opposite end of the bar to the whiskey to give you an implicit knowledge that ice does not go in the whiskey. Oh, how dare you. Um, cold rocks. You can put cold rocks in whiskey if you're that. Yeah, cold desperate. rocks if you need it, but not ice. Um, Never ice. Beer will be plentiful. Uh, what beer? So it, it's, go, it's going to be a, a myriad of kind of smaller ales. And, and um, for instance, um, not that I like particularly the company, but a lot of... Uh, punk IPA, really enjoy punk IPA. So beers of mm. kind of that ilk. The problem is I'm not the most au fait at the minute with the what is currently out in the beer world. Can I bring my own? You can bring your own beer. I'll you set you up my con. I'll set you up my contact at Black Sheep Brewery. Excellent, you're right out, mate. Black, Black Sheep's incredible. Oh, I love Black Sheep, <laughs> but it's a, it's also heavy for a summer drink. Oh, they've got loads though. They've got the lagers, the evenings, ciders, blondes. Yeah, blonde. Yeah, there will there, there will be a lot of Lefe blonde. Because I do enjoy that one. I'm a sucker for a blonde. Uh, and, and, and some Hogarden, mm. because I like saying Hogarden. Some effers. Can I have some Effers? I don't even That's know what Pilsner. that is. Pilsner. Okay, go for it. It's a little stubby Pilsner. If I, nice. what, I'll do, what I'll do is when I send the invites out, I'll, ha- I'll just have a line there going, what is your preferred beer? And I'll make sure uh, that everyone did, is you, catered for. You did that when I came to see you. You said, what do you want? So that is true. That is true. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there will be cocktails, but um, because of you know the amount of people and how fun this will be, cocktails will all be served by the pint. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you don't keep yeah. having to go up. Yeah, yeah. I'm, that, I'm, I'm cool that with that. Pretty much happened at our uh, one of our summer parties when he's at my old company. <laughs> yeah. We had one of the lads who worked there. He's like, he was just on the bar, and he'd just give you a pint glass. Like, there, there, there you yeah. go. Mix it, and you taste it. Like, this is more alcohol than mix. He's like, yeah. I, that night ended very badly for me. I did that same thing. <laughs> we, 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 we did, a, we did a, um, a summer punch at a barbecue once. We only had pint parts because we're all beer drinkers. Yeah. Fucking summer punch fucks you up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, that was some champagne. I've been red one, for yeah. fucking three days. Like summer punch red, not blood. Summer punch red. Yeah. <laughs> uh, aside from everything else, there'll be a roped off area f- so that men of a certain age will be able to observe the grill master and comment, however, keeping them away from the actual act of cooking. Telling them that they'd do it better. Yeah. Yeah. 
I know those guys. There'll also be like kind of like a toy box thing of like extra tongs and all that. So they're gonna stand there, kind of clicking tongs and kind like of feeling clicks. important. And we've got a Smeg barbecue at home. It's best barbecue you've ever seen. Yeah, oh, no. you've either got to do a few test clicks or just stand there with your. Uh... Hands on your hips, just yeah. next to the person barbecuing. Yeah, they'll, 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 they'll have some, like, I was at this barbecue aprons as well, so that they can, like, hang the tongs in the apron. <laughs> They're doing this as well. Yeah. Smell yeah. that. Smell that. They'll, 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 <laughs> they'll, also, they'll also, you know, be, be discussing the difference between, you know, applewood chips and kind of beach chips and deciding and realising yeah. that no one actually knows the difference between the, t- the kind yeah. of chip, uh, chip smell within a barbecue. Exactly. Uh Activities will include the traditional James Corden hunt, where we dress someone up as James <laughs> Corden and they get and they are told to run and they have to be hunted <laughs> to the death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, well, a, it's, a, it's a northern thing. It's what we do. Definitely a northern thing. Uh, there, there will be an overground pool provided, um, uh, so people can swim with special guest lifeguard Michael Barrymore. Oh I'm not going in. Sorry, I'm not going in that pool. Uh, they'll be bobbing for apples. Too soon, mate. Too soon. They'll be bobbing for apples, Wait. but inside and not water. Yeah, I, that's what we do I, down here. I think uh, Michael Barrymore might win the James Corden hunt if he's over the swimming pool. <laughs> yeah, he will. He, he will. Uh, Conflict of interest there. Yeah, uh, we'll be playing Russian roulette with super soakers. Um, essentially, one of them is filled I've with Tabasco, Tabasco sauce and goose chilies, and you're basically aiming at each other's eyes. I've literally done that with the hot sauce, and I got it on the side of my face, and I had like a fucking burn. <laughs> I didn't have a tash that day, and I had a burn. That's how fucking strong that hot sauce was. I'm never playing that ever again, so I'm opting out. And on that one. And, and kind of last up, because I know my, my podcast compatriots here are trouble. You're all trouble. Um, to keep trouble from occurring, the following will be put in place. A cardboard cutout of Todd Howard will be placed on a remote control car and that will keep Candy occupied for hours chasing it down. <laughs> Fair yep. enough. Um, Oodles will be given a bingo card featuring things he does but is not self-aware enough to realise that he does. Other guests will also be given the bingo card and they'll be encouraged to mark it off when he does things. Uh, the winner gets the cursed item. <laughs> that cursed item? That cursed item. Finally, <laughs> Biggie will be uh, will be constantly asked by various guests of the party to bring something up on Netflix, meaning that he's kept from saying inappropriate things to other guests. <laughs> and Stig will be given an given an impossible task to do, and told that last year someone else had done it. <laughs> yeah, all, all, absolutely. Just not look impressed. Yeah. <laughs> he's pissed off. He's like, what did they do? What did they do? All of, furious. all of these things will be observable and guests can place bets on when the members of the pod realise they're being fucked with. <laughs> I would still chase the cardboard cutout even if I was being fucked with. I don't care. <laughs> this is coming home with me. Yeah. <laughs> Who's being and fucked with this? I'd be too. I'd be yeah. too In that case, we'd I'd have to attach it to a drone. <laughs> I'd be too busy celebrating the James Corden... Uh... Victory in the James Corden hunt. Yeah, you can't hunt. You do know what you do know when you catch James Corden. You have to skin him in front of everyone. It's tradition. Can we not actually invite James Corden to this party? Only if he's still wearing that cat suit. Yeah, he's in the cat suit. That's part of it. (laughs) (laughs) So yes, that 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 is my barbecue. (laughs) Loved it. Loved it. This it's been a jam packed summer. Candy. Finish it. Finish us off. Ooh, I don't know how I'm going to top these. I will try though. So I've gone a bit, a bit of a flight of fancy. 
So we're going off to Destiny Island from Kingdom Hearts. So it's nice, private little island, crystal clear water, <laughs> white sand, relaxing waterfalls. And we can drink our cocktails from the hollowed out little star fruit things they got. Yep. So in, in charge of food prep, I've, I've got absolute favorite, Mads Mikkelsen, Hannibal Lecter. There'd be a strict <laughs> no human rule, obviously. I was just about to say, is he feeding us us? Is he no. doing the shopping? Yeah, He's not exactly. doing, I will do the shopping personally. <laughs> I will take his I'll take his recommendations. Matt, can you guarantee that is lamb brain and not person brain? You know what I mean? That kind of thing. I mean, would we be able to tell? Anyway, it's just, it's just something about the love and care he puts into the preparation of food. You know, he'd just go out all the way out and spare no expense. Um, I think we'd have to talk about his outfit though, because I'm not having anyone in a barbecue wearing like a three piece suit. You'd have to get the Hawaiian shirt on just just for the day. Flip flops, Crocs, maybe. So his barbecue. Crocs? Did you just say? He can rock a Croc. It's fine. We're at a barbecue. There's nothing wrong with a Croc, (laughs) mate. I've got them on now. (laughs) See? Exactly. Get the sand in between your toesies. It's fine. Crocs are cool. I'm saying it now. So his barbecuing partner, this is not going to be a traditional barbecue, I will add. And this was inspired by our alien RPG playthrough but it's going to be ellen ripley and she's going to be flamethrowing everything so we're going to shove it on the barbecue (laughs) up it goes cook you bitch i hope you like things well done (laughs) so at the salad bar we've got remy from ratatouille and we'd have a select it's it's kind of like build build your own taco he is the master of Culinary excellence, sir. Mate, that's not hygienic, having a rat jumping about on your food. He's not a rat, he's he made was, of pixels. He was until Rakakuni came around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's true. A nice selection of fresh, hard and soft taco shells as well, so it's like a build-your-own taco-type experience. I'm, um, I'm bang into that. I love a taco. So, mm. cocktail of choice, fresh margaritas. Nothing goes better than barbecue with bar- barbecue food in the hot sun like a nice yeah. mug. Um, and to make them would be Greg from the YouTube channel How to Drink. Um, he's an Love abs- him. Love yeah, him. Yeah, absolute legend of the alcohol expert. Um, his yeah. channel, he kind of recreates drinks from films and video games, or he'll just make it. A- it's how he described things as well. He's- absolutely spot on. And do you know what? I love his channel as well because it's fairly obvious Like he samples the goods as he goes. So by the end of the night, yeah. he's going to be absolutely blasted. Love it. Yeah. So puds, I know puds aren't really big at a barbecue, but I'm inviting Nigella Lawson. Not only fucking hell, I'm there, mate. Yeah, well, (laughs) a bit of eye candy as well. Everyone likes a bit of Nigella, but put that spoon in her mouth. Yep, she can whip up a nice ice cream. I bet she can. Yeah, Um, but she likes she likes to party, doesn't she? So she bring the magical extras to keep the party going throughout the night. Um, I reckon she'd have a good to bring the boys to the yard. Absolutely, you've got it. Yeah. I think she'd have a go on Ripley's flamethrower as well. Like I feel like they'd become BFFs. You can imagine what a dream team. Um, imagine the best that. Part, the best part about it being on Destiny Island, there's no wasps. No wasps on Destiny Island. Oh yeah, yeah. you're a big waspophobe. I'm not a waspophobe. I'm just a, a wasp hater. Really, it's not fear. It's hatred. If you go like that, they'll fling off, mate. Fling. You gotta slap them. No, you can't anger. That's what everyone says. That you, you can't flap around when there's a wasp. You'll make them angry. I do. I do the same with flies and stuff. And I just yeah, flies. It works. Wasps just attack after that. I've seen it happen. 
If yeah. you hit hard enough, mate, they'll fucking fall out of the sky. You're a god compared then to a da- wasp. Then they die and send out uh, distress, distress signal. Message. Distress signal, yeah, and then you'll get yeah. all coming by all the wasps. Send all and then you'll be Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> in, in my girl. <laughs> what, wasps are proof that God exists and wants us to be miserable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, they've got no reason to be alive. They're just nature's sadists. They're, but anyway. They're, they're chavs. The chavs in yellow tracksuits. They are because they exist simply to fuck up your date and steal your pint. Maybe we could send the wasps after James Corden. I'm pretty sure wasps still do pollinate as well, but let's not get into that. What if you killed a wasp, but it's actually Hope Pym, and you've killed Hope Pym? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, moving on from wasps. (laughs) Risk and willing to take. (laughs) So for me, Your biggest new segment next week. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, man. I'm killed by a wasp. So music-wise, we'll be using a sound system during the day. We'll get abandoned later, don't worry. But um, I don't want... By to sound music- system, do you mean Alexa? A, get a, a ghetto blaster. Old school. Yeah. No, a ghetto blaster. Um, so I don't really ghetto want blast. music to be the main focus during the actual barbecue. I want people to be able to actually talk to each other. So there's one particular playlist on Spotify... I didn't create it, but this actually exists. Um, you'll be able to find it for yourself. It's called Mr. Blobby Goes on an All Day Sesh. Goes on an All Dayer. <laughs> and it's just absolute waterfall bangers. It's all pretty much dance music. Um, and I'm usually like a rock and metal person, but it doesn't always fit the tone of a barbecue, does it? It's always sometimes a bit loud. Watch out, Mr. Blobby. He's a known ketamine fiend. Well, Fucking he knows how to party, old Blobby. Listen to some of these bangers. He does. So What's just the nature? Yep. So just a small selection of this playlist. And like I said, you'll be able to look it up yourself, Spotify. We've got Eric Prids, Armin van Helden, Roger Sanchez, Sash, Encore and Foie, Paul van Dyke. Encore Foie! So you kind of get the vibes from that. Um, actually, I've got... Has a it got funny... Darude Sandstorm on it? Sounds like it probably does. It's got Darude Summer. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a story about that playlist, which I'll tell you in the green room, actually. Uh-oh! Oh, <laughs> my... Uh-oh! <laughs> a near-death encounter. Get um, on that Patreon, guys. It's worth it. <laughs> Fuck. So, so in the evening, just as the sun's starting to set, you know, the magic hour, like you were saying, you know, yeah. just starting to get a little bit cooler, sun's getting a little lower Love in it. the sky. We'd have live performances by Massive Attack and Porter's Head and maybe some solo stuff from Mochiba. So it's kind of carrying oh. on with the dance theme, but just taking it down a little notch so we can just chill out, enjoy the sunset. Um, and the location of the bands they're going to be playing in between, like, I'm going to set up a little stage. They're going to be playing in between the waterfalls on the island. So it's going to be nice, just nice and chill. Take it down a bit. Truckload of weed, obviously. Could I, could, could, yes. I, could, I poss- could I possibly suggest for the final act of the night, bring in a little bit of Faithless? Oh, yeah, we can, yeah, we can put some Faithless we, in. We can't Lovely. get no sleep. Maybe a bit of DJ oh. Shadow, keep it West Country. DJ oh, Shadow, DJ Scratch Bastard, DJ Shadow. He's awesome, listen. Scratch Bastard. <laughs> listen and listen and learn. Biggie knows. Um, so yeah, our guests obviously it'll be us <laughs> and our friends and family. So guests include some of favourites such as Will Smith, Vin Diesel, Pitbull. Will Smith, he's going to kick off. That's all right. It's fine. You need a little bit of that. Yeah, Mr. Worldwide Pitbull. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Worldwide. <laughs> Just going to walk in, rhyming Kodak with Kodak. <laughs> exactly. My favourite rhyme. And then Planty's going to bust through and go, I think you're fine. That's my name now. <laughs> <laughs> We've also got the cast of Grown Ups. So Sandler's coming, I'm afraid. Oh, for fuck's cast sake. Of, oh, cast of He's going to be like, I've heard you've been talking shit about me. And oh, 
Oh, oh, but Will Smith comes in. I'm going to get socked in fucking skull. No, Will Smith will come and protect you. If the cast of grown-ups are coming, does that does that mean I can spend the evening like like bullying David Spade? Yeah, David Spade's well, gonna be there. You, I mean, if you want to be that guy. I mean, David, David Spade, Spade probably deserves it. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, there are a few exceptions. So Rob Schneider would be who you would normally bully. He's in the second one, isn't he? I think he's got the hot daughter. He is, yeah. 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 So, I mean, Schneider's yeah. waiting to come in. He's at, he's at the front door. He's knocking. No one's heard him. No one no one's seen him out the window because he's too short. Do you think he's got clothes on, Rob Schneider? I don't <laughs> think he has. To begin with, he'd sneak in a it. piece of uh, barbecue meat, wouldn't he? Rob Schneider yeah. is a burger. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think he'd come naked. It could be Schneider DMs a, for the next the next Juice Bigelow. He could be method acting. Yeah, could be. Yeah, male gigolo indeed. Juice Bigelow, barbecue gigolo. Yeah. <laughs> oh, barbecue bigolo. You ain't got no sleep. <laughs> uh, Mrs. Doubtfire, be sh- she'd be sitting at the bar crisping and dishing out run by fruitings to any of the guests that start to kick off. Burning a tits. Burning a tits, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the, whole, the cream on the face, the whole shebang. Hello! <laughs> Love it. And then to end the evening, we'd sit around a bonfire toasting marshmallows. So Ripley's just chilling out now. She's had a few mugs. Her flamethrowers yeah. run out of juice. And we'd have a fireworks display from Ramstein's pyro team. So no one's getting any eyebrows left. It's going to be out to sea, I think. I'll, we'll get them to fire it out. It's safe. It's all right. They know what they're doing. So and, yeah. you, you did base this on Destiny Island from um, Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. Are any of the Kingdom Hearts people turning up? No, we fucked, we fucked we them up. We ate them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy! Crispy <laughs> nah, That's a good that. shout. It's a good shout, eating Donald Duck, isn't it? Baby tasty. A nice bit of a duck. Yeah, pancake, crispy pancake. <laughs> Lovely. Oh, God. <laughs> Mickey Burger. Yeah. <laughs> Damn tasty rat burger. Iffy dog. He's <laughs> <laughs> not a dog, is he? Mm. Pluto dog. What, what, what did you just say, dog? Mickey dog, did you just Goofy say? Dog. Goofy's, a, Goofy's a dog as well. Goofy's hey, a dog. Goofy's hey, a dog. Goofy's hey, a dog. Goofy has a dog. Yeah, they're yeah, all going on the A lot of people are saying he's not actually a dog, so I don't know. Goofy and Pluto are dogs. It's just different. Yeah, um, if, he's not a, if he's not a dog, what is he? Some eldritch horror. That's what they <laughs> yeah, say. Yeah. No, Google Goofy's it. a dog. He's anyway. a dog. Again, the, the only rule I have, absolutely no acoustic guitars. And you know what? I think if Ramstein are going to like, we, we can invite Ramstein as well. Maybe as a little snack out on the way home, we can we can have him making the breakfast. Telling you, this is turning into a candy orgy. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> there's always an orgy when Ramstein's around. You're not going home alone, are you? Okay, now oh, no. going over the team. Oh, I'm, yeah. a, I'm, Come a, on, I'm boys. a cardboard cut out of Todd. <laughs> You're yeah. not actually getting Todd to go to the party. No, because he'd he'd. Make everything break, wouldn't he? You'd be like, I know Todd, what I say. I say, well, Todd on the barbecue, off. and you'll be like, oh, it'll be glitching. And, uh. So, no, he's oh, not yeah. invited. <laughs> you can't have these shoes are too shiny. Frames. No, you can't. I can see him in a flip flop, though. <laughs> yeah, you, you just, I just think keep it there with a burger in your mouth, and then it just glitch out your hand and fall on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> fucking not again. Again. <laughs> or it turned into a sweet roll or something. Yeah. <laughs> just got oh, Skyrim God. running on the barbecue. Look. <laughs> 
don't stop, stop, please stop. It just be wandering around. Don't do, do that. It doesn't Skyrim. even have a screen. <laughs> Skyrim works. I bet, DJ, I bet DJ's barbecue with his four trays have got Skyrim on it quite easily. You can play on anything. Play on pregnancy tests. Yeah, exactly. We, we won't be handing those out at the barbecue, though. <laughs> you won't need them until a couple weeks later. <laughs> yeah, that's for later. Yeah. Complimentary yeah. to so, No acoustic leave. guitars. Ground rule. Before we, we, we leave this barbecue, then, what is the estimated cost of everyone's individual barbecue? Because I've put mine at a nice, um, tasty £5,000. Very very simple, very very cheap. Such a fucking I... Yorkshire dad to fucking get the cost of it as well. <laughs> I've, I've, I've put it down. I've brought it down massively as well. Your fantasy I mean... barbecue and you've skipped on it to get it down to yeah, five grand. I fucking have. Five I grand? Have. What's the five grand the guests, gone on? A lot of the guests have come for charitable reasons. It's a charity so event you've had as to well. Pay, you've had to pay them to come to your barbecue. How sad. <laughs> no, I don't know Sir Patrick Stewart, do I? I don't know him. I've got to pay him. I'll say it's for some kind of fucking charity. You have to pay sake. the travel to get there. How much is you? How much would yours be then, Gadget? Because significant. Well, to be fair, you can get most of those two thousands pop punk bands for about a fiver each because none of them are worth. Yeah, easy. Um, easy. Time machines are expensive to run. You've got to get the nuclear energy, so that's probably several. You said billion. you found the time machine from Aldi. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I found it at a car boot sale, but, you know, you need the... Car boot sale, that was it. You need the nuclear material to get it going, and, you know, unless I get the, the, Albanians, the, the Albanians involved, that's a, and that doesn't yeah. work anyway. Don't invite them. No, nah. Liam needs uh, to deliver all of them. I, 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 I mean, the, the mayor of Flavortown's very busy in Flavortown, so I'm going to have to pay him yeah. a fair bit and fly him over first class for him and his grill. He is um, not going coach, is he? No, <laughs> no, no. That ego can't get in the coach. Uh <laughs> And 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 you, you know, getting someone to go to LA to kidnap James Corden and get him back into the country so we can do the traditional because he knows hunt. it's that time of year as well. He knows they're not taking me again. They're not taking me again. He knows it gets to kind of July August time and he, and and he's going to get hunted. Yeah. So yeah. you know, it, it it adds up. I haven't got his precise budget for it, but it's it it's not quite as much as the GDP of a, of a country. But you know, it's getting there. It's north <laughs> of fifty grand, isn't it, yours? Very north of fifty million, but yeah. <laughs> Stinks has already told us his was unlimited. I think. Oh, mine was, is uh... mine was free because I exchanged all services for clout on the modern escapism network. <laughs> Love it! <laughs> oh, that's smart. It's a smart move. I like it. DJ, how much does yours cost? You've got I a reckon, white like, Considering I own the land, um, I probably own the yeah, animals as cheap. well. Uh, I could probably grow the spuds myself, um, and the vegetables, and most of the drinks. Yeah, I I reckon I'm coming in less than a grand. Wow, he's tighter than me. We found it's, not that I'm, it's not that I'm tight; I'm just well placed. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I'm over it. Yours costing no over it. Uh, well, mine's an arrangement with the companies that sponsored it, so a lot of that will be covered. I think it's more the. Oh costs yeah, you did get, say that. It's more the costs of getting to Barbados for the guests and. Uh, You've got big JD money and all, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I, I think that's going to take care of a lot of it. So yeah, it shouldn't be too much, really. Candy, how much is your barbecue on a fantasy video game island? I'm not paying for it, Todd Howard is, with all the money I've put into ASO with the loot boxes. It's just, it's just oh, putting he's it back. paying you back. Yeah. Yeah, he's paying you back. That's cool. What I want to know is then, if our listeners have come up with some kind of fantasy barbecue scenario and what their ideal scenario would be, have we got a bulging um, sack of spuds there? I tried, guys, I tried so hard. 
Yeah, yeah. There's a sack. It's not a massive sack of spuds, but it's enough that you could beat someone to death with it. So you know. I tried so hard. Don't laugh at me. Uh, Zenos has said, "I'm not great at barbecues, but I can tell you that if I were trying to host the ultimate one, I would want Ron Swanson to be in charge of the food and the cooking." Yeah. You just know that man knows his grilling. Yes, but if you'd seen far enough in Parks and Recreation, his idea of grilling is to slaughter the animal in front of the barbecue itself so it's as fresh yeah. as possible. So you have to account for that when so you does bring DJ. Ron, Swanson in, Ron Swanson to a barbecue. You choose your cow. It's got a name. It's got a, he knows his mother, his father. He'll fucking say, pick a cow. <clears throat> That's the tag number Look, he's got, for the he's cow got that numbers. I had. <laughs> That's the tag that, for the cow that I had for dinner this evening. Little earrings that they have in. Beautiful. <laughs> Uh, earrings yeah the little earrings it's fashion it's fashion for cows the next the next time we're when we're doing the calves I'm going to say we're going to clear his accessories yeah that's it cows accessories sorry gadget uh, Lee Davies has said uh, food loads of different German sausages and all the trimmings fries and cheeses so everyone's going to be very farty at this one yeah definitely uh, I guess he's going to say is say my mates in Scarborough, where I lived for 17 years until I moved to Sheffield two years ago. Oh, you went down in the mm. world there. No one Scarborough moved to Sheffield. Considerably better than Sheffield. Considerably better. Uh, music, uh, Grand Theft Audio. They played my wedding and also my 40th birthday party. Cool. Oh, Grand Theft Audio is a good name. Yeah, I'm worried that Lee's taking this seriously. Uh, drink some top, <laughs> some, some wolf. You weren't. I'm hunting James Corden. I'm taking it seriously. <laughs> some world's top ales a local brewery near Scarborough I'd have a bunch yeah. of spirits so I could make cocktails too I do love making cocktails I know it's pretty boring but I don't see my friends enough oh that's a that's a really nice sentiment yes aww mate that's lovely do a, do a big sausagey barbecue for you and your friends oh it's sausage <laughs> you call it sausage fest <laughs> sorry I couldn't help myself sausage fest 2022 <laughs> Oh man, that's great. We took a few of those, haven't we, mate? <laughs> chin chin. Uh, that F King guy says, no booze, meat, or dairy. Yeah, no one's going to want to come to mine. <laughs> I'm, I'm there. Oh, did no, you say no booze? No booze. Sorry, dude, I'm not coming. I'm not fucking coming. <laughs> oh, okay. he doesn't drink, does he? Oh, bless him. So, Super Nighty Cat's been drinking and on Twitter again. Oh, for fuck's sake. She's not banned from Twitter yet. So, yeah, strap in for this one. So, because this one goes places. Oh, God. So, okay, so I would have a vegetarian barbecue because meat is yuck. I would have Gordon Ramsay cook it all from scratch and shout at all the other cooks whilst I watch from my little deck chair with a Kraken and Coke in my hand. I'd also have Paolo Natini singing in the background. For dessert, I'd have a Japanese bakery hand deliver a selection of perfect strawberry cakes and a massive load of cats from Harajuku Cat Cafe and just sit on the floor in all the cakey catty goodness. No, yes. Stop bringing animals to barbecues, guys. <laughs> the ho- all the while, go- eat them. All the while, Gordon Ramsay is calling people idiot sandwiches and fucking cockwombles, <laughs> and Paolo Natini is singing smoother than butter. And then some half naked men let me win at Mario Kart. Brackets. Oh yeah, there's a switch on a massive telly with unlimited money on it to buy games. Close brackets. Candy, you can come along if you like. Bring Panda Yay! and we'll make it a party. I'll even let you choose the music and Paolo Natini can rest his vocals then. I wonder if he likes cats and playing the switch. And anyway, yeah, that's my ideal barbecue. To which... What's Did you Paolo notice? Natini? I don't even so, know what that is. The singer. There's, there's more. So stick, re- <laughs> so stick replied to this in, oh, just Candy and not the rest of us then. Well, yeah. I know where your invite to mine's going. At which point, 
At which point Supernatty Cat replied, You can only come if you join the rest of the half-naked men and pamperous queens, spelt Q-W-E-E-N-S, with giant leaves to fan us and give us all massages. You can decide which half is naked, um, and it's about time we were treated like the princesses we are. So, the problem there is, I'm not letting you win at Mario Kart, so I'm out. And the other problem is, I want to be one of those princesses too. And I'm I, sure she wouldn't mind. That's fine. I'd be playing Crash that's Bandicoot, fine. so... And with no meat... No one's putting Crash Bandicoot on I me, would, for fuck's um, sake! Those cats bring going on barbecue. <laughs> yeah, them cats. You can't bring cats to a barbecue. They'll be in, in all the fucking dinner. Ugh. A catastrophe. <clears throat> oh! oh. <laughs> Thank you. <sighs> we need to start bleeping him out. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see if Biggie's still talking. Unmute. Beep. Mute. No, he's still talking. <laughs> yeah, so that's, so, so that's, the, that's the, the latest kind of... I don't know... Voice of madness coming from Wales. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Is that ev- everything on the uh, the mailbag? Do you want more after that? After that insanity that I've just re- read out there? Do you, want Do you know more? what? Sometimes yeah. when the wind is in the right direction, I can listen out to sea and I can hear her ranting. Like I <laughs> yeah, have to get one of those conch shell things, but I can hear her. Well, is it as thank unhinged you very as much. This? No. Listeners, 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 thank you very much. So, nearly the end of the show, but as always, links to all our extracurricular activities are in the show notes and at modernescapism.co.uk. And please consider becoming a patron to help support our endeavour. Next week, we're continuing our summer theme with our holidays in fictional lands, which is going to be a bit wild. We did a little bit of this on our Patreon, but we're going to go in-depth. Don't worry, it's not going to be a rehash of that. We're going to think things fresh, so get them in. Fictional lands. You can't say... Bridlington is a fictional land. It's not. It's a real place full of real just mutants. So, (laughs) (laughs) before we leave, and I'm I'm assuming, DJ, you want to join us in the green room because you've never seen it. Well, you've only heard it. I heard that that's where all the shit goes down. So, like, yeah. Yeah. So, before, for the the cheap people that listen to this podcast, (laughs) DJ. Plug your wares before we leave. Uh, we're just at Snowcast on all the usual stuff. Uh, Instagram, Twitter. We, like, we're like we on Facebook, but I think we haven't posted on it in a couple of years because neither of us log into Facebook. Um, and we're on iTunes, Spotify, the usual places. So it's Snowcast. Um, and I'm sure Oodles. I'm sure, uh, yeah, yeah, all of them are. I'm sure the, the links will be in the show notes because we, we always say we will do that. And then we put no love or effort into our podcast, which is part of its charm. It's completely yeah, uncoordinated it mayhem. And we put very little effort into it. So please listen to us because it is like, I love that this is why I love listening to you guys is it's great escapism <clears throat> and just all the shit that's going on. You can just listen to you guys. It's a bunch of friends having a laugh. We're like that, but specifically Colleagues. drinking. Yeah. 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 Specifically <laughs> drinking. So. Mm, yeah it's really good i love it it's one of my favorites and i only listen to like 12 podcasts a week so it's it's made the cut which is fucking grand thank you for joining us on this endeavor dj and um, come into the green room soon but for everyone else this has been a summary podcast see you next time good night Go on. Bye. Bye. Bye.